Hi, you're about to listen to Inside of Four Walls with your host, James Madison. You can now follow us on Rumble under the name Outside Four Walls. Outside Four Walls is the brother channel to this podcast, where James Madison goes outside of his room, hence the name Inside Four Walls, where he records his podcast, to the outside world, hence the name Outside Four Walls. Man on the Street polls, random interviews, news coverage, and other events will be posted up there, along with clips that get deleted off YouTube. Our Gab and Parlor are no longer active for some unbeknown reason. Anyway, without any further ado, please enjoy the show. First, I touch everyone inappropriately. And I think it should be encouraged in every way. You can find hundreds of pictures of me kissing people, hundreds of people, women, men, children. It is my usual and customary way of greeting. You know that because you've watched me. I kiss and hug uh, legislators, hug the pastors and the assembly members inappropriately, and that has been going well. I kiss and hug uh, legislators, hug the pastors inappropriately. I do it. I touch everyone inappropriately. Senior women. I have left New York City in a very precarious situation. It's uh, teetering, to use a word. Crime is way up. Homelessness is way up. Teetering. I touch senior women. I do it inappropriately. I touched COVID inappropriately. I have learned from what has been an incredibly difficult situation for me as well as other people. I will be the better for this experience. I touch everyone inappropriately. Senior women inappropriately. New Yorkers inappropriately. That song was put together by Give Birth 01 on YouTube. Go show them some love, guys. He only got 782 subscribers, which is fine coming from me because he's got far more subscribers than I do. But again, great. I love the Ron Jeremy music in the background. With that being said, let's get into this episode of Inside Four Walls. I'm your ANCAP host, James Madison, the only ANCAP this side of the divide. And let's get right the fuck into it. You hate to see it happen, don't you? From his Q-tip antics to his rippling biceps and nipple piercings to the way he says meatballs, Andrew Como has announced his resignation 
Effective in the next 14 days, he'll be out of office. I will miss seeing that man give his speeches. Vinley failed threats against elected officials saying they would need security. They ever come to back to New York for their building. Killing thousands of senior citizens and playing a game of Simon Says with my governor, Gretchen Bitmer. Bitchmer. Ah. You know, the gray hairs, the yucks with his brother on CNN I watched over the last year and a half. The way he smiles with only one half of his face, like that stroked out senator that passed away a couple years back with the black hand in the wheelchair. Ah, Como. Governor Cuomo. You said you wouldn't quit, and here you are. I thought Mama didn't raise no quitter, Cuomo, and yet you're quitting. It's been fun. It's been fun. And again, the way you give public addresses and a white button with a tie and your nipple piercings poking through your shirt. Whatever will this nation do without America's favorite... <laughs> I've been saying governor. I'm fucking retarded. What will America do without its favorite mayor? After all, he's the mayor of New York that everyone called America's mayor, right? Mayor Rudy, I mean Mayor Andrew Cuomo. And I was an avowed Cuomo sexual. And yet, it's okay. You got us through a, you got New York through a pandemic quite successfully, didn't you? You were supposed to be the next president of the United States of America, Andrew. Everyone had you on a pedestal like that. One attorney guy that turned out to be a pedophile. I got arrested not too long ago. Enough with the bullshit. Let's get right into the let's get right into today's news. Andrew. Andrew Cuomo came out and announced that today he will be resigning from his position as mayor of New York in just a few short two weeks times. Two weeks, the time it takes a virus to gestate and show symptoms typically. Shame this virus took how many fucking years? From uh, smelling kids Joe Biden style to straight up sliding his hand up a woman's shirt and grabbing a handful of tit on live camera. We've had a lot of antics and fun with our good old Mayor Cuomo. And I really, see, it, it, you might think, James, Mr. Madison, sir, you're in Michigan. You know, what's with the cheek? My governor, the dumb cunt fuck that she is, Gretchen dumbass bitchmer, she fight, She played Simon Says with Chris Cuomo. He announces lockdown. A couple days later, she does. He puts COVID-positive 20- and 15-year-olds in nursing homes. So does she. In fact, they went back and forth constantly. And I'm hoping, beyond all hope, that this is like a domino effect, right? Because we got him resigning. Gavin Newsom has been recalled, and fucking Larry Elders, Larry Elders is leading the charge in California. He looks like he's set to become the next governor of California. Can you believe that shit? Larry Elders, and I was in here thinking to be the guy who chopped his dick off and wears an Olympic medal occasionally. You know who I'm talking about. The whole, I wore my maca hat accidentally. The party don't start till I walk in. Caitlyn Jenner. Or as I like to call him, Buffalo Bill, but slightly more attractive. 
But no, Larry Elder, a not even a boomer con, really. He's quite the populist, actually. You know me, second anarchy. I do love my populism. We got a couple articles to read today, so let's get right into it. And before I get into the articles, there is something else I do want to add. One thing that will perpetually annoy the fuck out of me is we're likely never going to get any sort of justice for those thousands and thousands of senior citizens that were killed by Cuomo's fucking lack of fucking hindsight and judgment. Like, what the fuck kind of... Or even before he made this decision, we knew, we knew in early February of 2020 that senior citizens above the age of 60 and up were the most at risk of dying from coronavirus. I mean, granted, even then, it was still in the 90 percentile rate of survivability unless you had some sort of comorbidity. But he still put young kids and young adults in these nursing homes, all these senior citizens. We have that video of that black dude punching that old man in the face repeatedly. That young man was put in there by Andrew Cuomo through his fucking mandate, and that old man was beaten. Now, I don't have the whole context of that video. I believe that it was a dementia patient who had the wrong room, and this old man just and this young guy just started pounding on because he knew he could get away with it. He even filmed it and posted it on his own social media. The only reason we got that fucking video is because of that. We also had that guy that hung that big banner over all those highways that said, what was it, Andrew Cuomo killed my mom? Cuomo killed my... What's that? Yes, it is. Cuomo killed my mom is, is exactly what that says. There's some good memes here, too. I looked that up. Now... He is resigning, and, and you know what? I will take this, right? I, w- I will take this. It's at least something. And he's being investigated by his own attorney generals or his own, uh, oh, what's the term for it? His own prosecutors that he hired to prove him innocent are finding him guilty. And he could easily end up going to jail or at least prison for, or go to prison with, or at least jail for a short period of time. But again, this isn't like the manslaughter that case that I was hoping it would be. And he's going down for he's going down for a heinous crime, sexually assaulting people, grooming and all that shit. Anything that borders on the edge of rape and beyond is horrifying and needs to be arrest needs to be charged if not straight dealt like a murder case. Because I'm all about that personal government, that freedom of liberty shit, you know. Personal liberties, individual rights. When you rape somebody, when you sexually assault somebody, when you hold your position of power over somebody to you know abuse them in any form. You are violating the NAP, and that is horrifying. That is disgusting, and it needs to be treated, quite frankly, as first-degree assault, at least in my opinions. Maybe you're thinking I'm being a little hyperbolic. I tend to be like that. Now, it just annoys me. We might see a perp walk. It's not guaranteed that we'll see a perp walk. We'll at least see him out of office. And the person who's coming up to replace him, whoever it may be, uh, I saw some article today. I didn't read it, though. It said uh, his replacement is saying there will be sweeping changes from his administration. We'll see. We'll fucking see. It's New York, I have no hope for that fucking city. Everyone saying Frank Sinatra saying about that bitch, and he was like, oh, the city's so nice, they named it twice. Fuck that. Fuck that, man. New York is a communist, socialistic hellhole that has 
totalitarianistic government that have you on lockdown and masked up every day. But they can illegally use your tax dollars to paint BLM bullshit up and down the street in front of Trump Tower just to be petty and rob you of your tax funds. We will never see Cuomo do a perp walk for all the senior citizens that he fucking killed. All the businesses that were killed because of his bullshit, bullshit policies and lockdowns. We'll never see justice for those. Don't hold your hopes. But we will at least possibly see a perp walk for his multiple sexual assaults on people he felt he held the power over. And by the way, this dude, in a tone-deaf fucking response, said, I kiss everybody. You know, I touch everybody like that. If you think that's inappropriate, then yes, I touch everybody inappropriately. And he shows pictures of him, like, fucking leaning in like he's about to fucking French kiss Bill Clinton's fucking geriatric Palpatine-looking ass. Then you got him doing the same shit, showing him doing it with other women and shit. How? That's like O.J. Simpson saying, man, I would never have killed Nicole. And then you just see a picture of him holding a knife behind the back of whoever the fuck he's fucking at that current moment. Like, he releases a sex tape. And the whole time, he's just fucking... He's holding a knife in the back. And he's just going... Juice world. Oh, my mouse. Meanwhile, he's just like... Fucking holding a knife behind this bitch's back like he's about to S2 brutal a bitch. Ugh. That's enough about my rant. Let's get into the article. This first article that goes straight to the blue pill motherfuckers themselves. CNBC. This is article is titled New York Governor Andrew Cuomo resigns over sexual harassment scandal and will leave office in two weeks. Published Tuesday, August 10th, 2021 at 12.08 p.m. You know, oh, it was already updated? What the fuck? Updated Tuesday, August 10th, 2021 at... They updated it three hours later at 3.42 p.m. This is by Dan Mangan. Dan Mangan? At Dan Mangan on Twitter. The key points of this article. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo will resign after a two-week... Sorry. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo resigns a week after an investigation concluded that he sexually harassed 11 women. Those are just the ones who came forward, by the way. His shocking announcement came minutes after his lawyer again flatly denied claims that he had sexually harassed anyone during the Democrats' three-year term in the office. Lieutenant Governor Kathleen Hutchell will replace Cuomo, becoming... The Empire State's first female governor. Oh, we got the virtue signal right here, boys. What's this video? Good morning. Let me begin by thanking Rita Glavin for that uh, powerful presentation. I'd like to address several issues today. Uh, first, I've always started by telling New Yorkers the facts before my opinion. So let's start New York tough with the truth. The Attorney General... I will actually... I will play you that video after I read the article, all right? It's a long video. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said Tuesday he will resign effective in two weeks because of a sexual harassment scandal that has crippled his administration, saying he did not want to distract the state from the important work to be done. <laughs> Cuomo's shocking announcement in a live stream from his Manhattan office came minutes after his lawyer again flatly denied claims that he had sexually harassed anyone during his three terms in office. Lieutenant Governor Kathleen Hutchell will replace Cuomo, a fellow Democrat, and become the Empire State's first female governor. 
Cuomo's resignation comes one week after a damning report issued by the state attorney, a state attorney general, not attorney general, attorney general. Okay. So I had that right in the beginning. Damn. Okay. Cuomo's resignation comes one week after the damning report issued by the state attorney general's office found he had sexually harassed at least 11 current and former staffers, including a state police trooper assigned to his protective detail. Oh, shit. He just want to know if she was packing. And a woman outside of... And women outside of government. It also comes as... At least five district attorney's offices announced the states have begun a probe of possible crimes by Cuomo against other women. You open that on a new link. By Cuomo against some of the women. Sorry. It also comes as at least five district attorney's office, offices around the state have began a probe into possible crimes by Cuomo against some of the women. Cuomo, 63 years old, said he was motivated to step down to avoid months of distraction for the state, which is continuing to deal with COVID pandemic from an all-but-certain impeachment over the allegations. Quote, given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let the government get back to government. Cuomo said, quote, And therefore, that is what I'll do, because I work for you, and doing the right thing is doing the right thing for you. End quote. While continuing to deny some of the more serious claims, Cuomo conceded he had offended some of his accusers with... <clears throat> with what he considers friendly or incidental physical contact and comments that were normal for men of his generation. Yeah, uh, remember when he chucked all these women up to being part of cancel culture on Twitter? And he said, oh, they just want to get rid of me because it's cancel culture, rent a muck. Sure, Bill Cosby. Sure, and don't worry, there's a Bill Cosby thing coming out soon. I'm just waiting for the right music to come along. <clears throat> Quote, in my mind, I have never crossed that line with anyone, he said. But I didn't realize the extent to which the lines have been redrawn. Dude, we have you on video sliding your hand up like an 18-year-old shirt and grabbing some tit. When was that ever okay, man? When was that ever cool? Did James, James Bond didn't even do that shit. And original James Bond, like Sean Connery Bond, comes off kind of rapey. You know? Jesus. Quote, thank you for letting me serve you. It has been an honor of a lifetime, Cuomo said. God bless you. Huchel, who is from the Buffalo area and turned 63 this month, we were placing a senior citizen with another senior citizen. Fucking A, man. This month tweeted, quote, I agree with Governor Cuomo's decision to step down. Of course you do, bitch. You're taking his job. It is the right thing to do and in the best interest of New Yorkers. Now, voting Republican would probably be in the best interest of New Yorkers. Anyway... Quote, as someone who served at all of the government and is next in line is next in line of succession, I am prepared to lead New York State's 57th governor as, he, as New York's 57th governor, she said. White House Press Secretary Jan Psaki said President Joe Biden had not talked to Hutchell about Cuomo's resignation, but added, quote, we look forward to working with her. Biden 
who had called for Cuomo to resign himself, later said that, quote, I respect the governor's decision. Now, originally, originally, the only reason we got this quote from Biden is, I'll play the clip, uh, the Republican version of Wolf Blitzer said, sir, a few months ago you made a comment about anyone who sexually harassed people or has sexual harassment charges against them needs to step down when proof comes forward. Do you still stand by that? And Biden was like, of course I do. And then he was like, well, do you still stand by that with Andrew Cuomo? And there's like this moment of hesitation. You know, you can see the little rainbow spinning ball from my computer on the top of his forehead. And then he goes, I, 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 I do. And then he shuffles off back to eat some fucking pudding and nap in the sunset with a blanket over his lap in a wheelchair. <sighs> Quote, He's done a hell of a job. <laughs> I'll agree with that, Biden said. A hell of a job. That's why it's so sad. Uh, yeah, one hell of a fucking job. This bitch looks like three shades of lighter Kamala Harris. Holy shit. A week ago, Tuesday, Attorney General uh, Latita James, I'll go with Latita James, herself a Democrat said Cuomo had broken state and federal laws with his conduct, which she asserted included unwanted touching and remarks that made women feel uncomfortable. In a CBS News interview that aired Monday, Cuomo executive assistant Brittany uh, Camiso described how the governor had groped her breast in one incident and then rubbed her rear end, rubbed her ass, let's be honest, during another encounter in the executive mansion in Albany, after he suggested they take a selfie photo together. Ah, uh, quote, what he did to me was a crime. He broke the law, Kimiso said. In a statement after Cuomo's announcement, James said, to, quote, today closes a sad chapter for all of New York, but it's important to step, it's an important step towards justice. Quote, I thank Governor Cuomo for his contributions to our state. Yeah, he really knocked down how many seniors are behind the wheel causing car accidents, that's for sure. The ascension of our Lieutenant Governor, Kathy Hutchell, will help New York enter a new day, James added. I didn't add any of that shit, lying motherfucker. <laughs> Quote, we must continue to build on the progress already made and improve the lives of New Yorkers in every corner of the state. I know our state is in good hands with Lieutenant Governor Hutchell at the helm. I look forward to continuing to work with her. End quote. Cuomo's decision to quit follows calls for resignation from a wave of fellow Democrats, including Biden. And members of the state congressional delegation, among them Senator Chuck Schumer and Kristen Gilbrand, and members of the New York legislature. On Sunday, Cuomo's top aide, Melissa... De Rosa, who had been accused in AG's report of being a key figure in an effort to smear one of the governor's most prominent accusers, you know I gotta read that one later, also resigned. Ah. The Curb Your Enthusiasm is playing somewhere. Oh, wow, I didn't know this. On top of uh, CNPCA, or NBC, sorry, CNBC. When you scroll, there's a little loading bar that tells you how far along you are, and I'm over halfway done. Okay. After the AG's report was issued, Hutchell said she believed Cuomo's accusers, believe all women folks, 
and called the governor's behavior towards these women, quote, repulsive and unlawful. Cuomo strongly denied the women's claims and said the probe was tainted by bias against him by politics. Dude, you're being investigated by Democrats. Your Democrat cohorts, you you're being a, yourself being a Democrat, were investigated by other Democrats. I'm sure it was politically motivated, you creep. On Tuesday, Cuomo emotionally referred to his own three daughters, of course he did, saying, quote, I want them to know from the bottom of my heart I never did and I never would intentionally disrespect a woman or treat a woman differently than I would want than I would want them treated. Oh, yeah, man, just take him to meet Joe Biden. They'll get the treatment you, uh, you give other people. Quote, your dad made a mistake and he apologized and he learned from it. And that's what life is all about, Cuomo said. In a statement before Cuomo's announcement, his lawyer, Rita uh, Galvin, accused the lawyers who helped conduct James's investigation of having a preconceived notion that Cuomo had acted inappropriately. She said that she said they disregarded evidence that undercut the claims. Oh, I mean, a fucking bias or listen, I, I doubt it. You're a lawyer, right? You're 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 defending a defendant. You're gonna say whatever you can to get the paycheck and get your client off. Quote, I think that women should be believed and treated fairly, Galvin said. I also believe that men sh men should be believed and treated fairly. All people should be given that. The governor deserves to be treated fairly, and that did not happen here. After Cuomo said he would quit, Democrat Senator James Scoffis, who represents the District of Orange County, New York, said the state assembly should still consider impeaching Cuomo which would allow the Senate to convict him and thus bar and barring him from holding future state office. Quote, you don't have to go far back into the impeachment history to see precedent for moving forward with an impeachment after an elected official has left office. Hmm, I wonder what you're referring to. Skillfist told NBC or NPC News, meet the press daily in a reference oh yep to the impeach impeachment of former president donald the peach trump earlier this year cuomo is the latest high-level new york democrat politician to be felled by a sex scandal in 2008 governor elliot spitzer resigned after revelations that he had paid for sex from a prostitute listen listen i don't think that should be that big of a crime right like I don't want my daughters to be a prostitute if I had daughters or anything like that. I wouldn't want them to have an OnlyFans. After all, the motto with OnlyFans is, if she has an OnlyFans, fucking leave it on my OnlyPlans. Nigelations 1307. That's a great book. Read Nigelations. Prophecies of the Streetlights. Great book. Love it. Don't buy the scam off Amazon, though. Buy the actual book. You gotta get off, like, Etsy and shit like that. Anyway. I don't think there's anything wrong getting a prostitute. Now, if you're married, yeah, there's a moral issue there. But, you know, I'd be kind of hypocritical. I like Giuliani. I think Giuliani was probably the greatest mayor New York ever fucking had, right? And he cheated on his wife a few times when it came to light. It's whatever. I, I don't have an issue with you paying for sex. Uh, but moving on. Cuomo was in a government paid for sex from a prostitute. Former rep Anthony Weiner. Oh, I remember this one. I remember this one. 2008-ish. Anthony Weiner went to federal prison in late 2017 for more than a year after pleading guilty to sexting an underage girl. 
Yeah, I remember his dick being plastered everywhere. Remember the website is anyoneup.com? Yeah, his dick was all over that site. Like a million people were uploading it. Anyway. Uh, play guilty to sexing an underage girl. Eric Schneiderman, some Jew, resigned as state attorney general in 2018. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get some shit for that comment. After four women accused him of, phys of physical abuse. Schneiderman had succeeded Cuomo as attorney general. Cuomo's resignation came five months after the harassment allegations against him exploded into the public view. His fall represents a stunning turnaround for his political fortunes in 2020. When his handling of the COVID-19 pandemic widely praised for some fucking reason, and he was given a lucrative book deal to write about his management of it. Yeah, also, remember he got like a fucking, what was it, like an Emmy? He got an Emmy or some shit? Yeah, for pretending to be a good governor. He got an Emmy for acting the part of a good governor. The governor also mentioned as a possible running mate for Biden or a potential attorney general in the new administration. Now, I don't know the fuck it went on, didn't it, bitch? For months, Cuomo had resisted calls to resign. Which began after several former aides, Lindsey Boyland, Charlotte Bennett, and Karen Hilton, Hinton, accused him of inappropriate behavior towards, uh, uh, behavior towards them. Other women described similar conduct by Cuomo. After James released her report, the Albany County District's Attorney Office said it was conducting a criminal investigation and would request investigative materials collected as part of the Attorney General's probe. The governor, while claiming I never touch anyone inappropriate or intended to make women, un women uncomfortable, acknowledged in March that he had acted in a way that made people feel uncomfortable. On March 11, the Democrat Speaker of State Assembly, Carl Heatsity, authorized an impeachment inquiry into Cuomo's conduct by a Judiciary Committee. From dynasty to downfall is the next chapter of this article. Cuomo is a son of a late three-term governor, Mario Cuomo. A mama fucking a me. He previously, a, previously was New York's attorney general and secretary of housing and urban development in the Clinton administration. Oh, yeah, the three-strike administration. Yep, yep, I'm sure putting him in charge of the urban development area was a good idea. <laughs> Cuomo has three daughters with, with his ex-wife. almost said six ex-wives. I was like, damn, nigga. Oh, Cuomo has three daughters with his ex-wife, Carrie Kennedy, whose own father, Robert Kennedy, oh shit, we just talked about him in my other episode, no shit, served as U.S. Attorney General under his brother, President John Kennedy, JFK, and was assassinated while running for president in 1968. Yeah, there's a thing called uh, uh, the Kennedy Curse. Because uh, Kennedys just have a, a tendency of turning up dead when they speak out against the government. That's probably why JFK's grandson, uh, what's his name, John F. Kennedy Jr. or some shit, is such a cuck. He's terrified of having his head blown off. Cuomo became a national star last year. Yeah, with all the homosexualism going on. The governor had been launched for his matter-of-fact press conferences. Yeah, facts for sure detailing the grim toll of COVID-19 that he contributed to, his frequent admonishments to take precautions, 
from becoming infected and his empathetic reaction to the human toll from the pandemic. Yeah, so so empathetic, putting fucking COVID-positive 20-something-year-olds in nursing homes with 60- and 90-year-olds. So much empathy with this man. You can just feel the care coming out of him. Cuomo's banter laden in interviews with about COVID with his own brother, CNN host Chris the Lesser Cuomo, won some gushing reviews. Yeah, the Q-tip, right? Were f- fodder for late-night comedians and provided gr- uh, grist for criticism from media ethicists. Uh, that's a word I can't wrap my tongue around. The governor's press conference were frequently contrasted with those of then-President Trump, who was criticized for questioning the guidance of his own medical advisors and repeatedly downplaying the danger of the virus. The New York governor won an Emmy all right, last year for his televised performances. That's all they were, performances. He was playing a bit. Any minute now, we're going to see uh, Andrew Kaufman pop out when he takes the fucking Cuomo mask out. But Cuomo's COVID management and his aggressive government management style overall also carried the seeds of his political destruction. The last bit of this chapter is called At Odds with His Own Party. Although he easily won re-election twice, Cuomo long... <laughs> alienated many Democrats and progressives in the state. Democratic state lawmakers also have been resentful for Cuomo's past tactics. Alliance with a small clique of Democratic senators, whom for years effectively handed handed control of the state to the Republicans, even though the Democrats held the majority of the seats. Majority. For his entire political career, Cuomo has had micromanaging takes, take-no-prisoner manners in dealing with opponents and would-be allies who are slow to bend to his will. Or just bend over and grab a handful of that ass. That style was, seemed in, was seen in full effect in Cuomo's dealings with Assembly Manager Ron Kim of Queens. A Democrat who said in April the governor loudly lambasted him in a phone call. Ooh, can I find that phone call? To his home and threatened to destroy him over Kim's criticism about the lack of disclosure on COVID-related death data. No, no shit. Kim and other lawmakers had begun had be uh, damn it. Kim and other lawmakers had been angered after hearing from top Cuomo aide De Rosa. That his administration had withheld withheld from data about the deaths from COVID nursing home residents. DeRosa claimed at the time that the data was kept hidden to avoid having it used against us. Well, if it was good data, why were you afraid of having it used against you, you little fucking Italian pussy? Oh, wait, it's almost like you had something to hide. This is now the Inside Four Walls ASMR channel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for your ears. Oh, I never... Oh, I'm sorry. I, I wanted to do the Biden thing. You already... So I got them more jobs. And I told the employees, pay them more. You know, we like whispers randomly. 
I was trying to do that, but I just got weird with it. My sincerest apologies on behalf of Sin Media. After all, SIN cares. Doing the Craig Ferguson hand thing. <clears throat> DeRosa, that the administration withheld data f- about the deaths from COVID nursing home residents. DeRosa claimed that at the time, the data was kept hidden to avoid it having, having it used against us by federal prosecutors under the command of Trump's Attorney General, William Barr. Yeah, I remember when Barr was seen as all strong and then he turned to be a big traitor's pussy. Even as Cuomo adamantly denied Kim's account of that recall, he accused Kim of unethical conduct, conduct by supporting the owners of a nail salon while the legislator discussed adopting reforms of the industry six years ago. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. Oh, yeah, he is Governor Cuomo. Getting backwards sometimes, I'm sorry. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, who himself has long been the whipping boy for the governor, called um, called the phone call a classic Andrew Cuomo. Quote, a lot of people in New York State have received those calls, de Blasio said during an MSNBC interview. Boop. Quote, the bullying is nothing new. I believe Ron Kim, and it is very, very sad. No public servant, no person who's telling the truth should be treated that way. The threats... The belittling, the demands that someone change their statements right at the moment. Many, many times I've heard that. And I know a lot of other people in this state have heard that as well. End quote. The controversy over the phone call erupted shortly before former Cuomo aide Boylan uh, resurrected her previous claim that he had sexually harassed her. And again... That article is written by Shepard Smith of CNBC. Now, I will play for you, uninterrupted, the entirety of Cuomo's resignation speech. I collected this off the CNBC website, and I downloaded and converted it to an MP3 file. Sorry, MP4's video, MP3's music and audio format. Without further ado... I shall play that for you right now. Good morning. Let me begin by thanking Rita Glavin for that uh, powerful presentation. I'd like to address several issues today. Uh, first, I've always started by telling New Yorkers the facts before my opinion. So let's start New York tough with the truth. The Attorney General did a report on complaints made against me by certain women for my conduct. The report said I sexually harassed 11 women. That was the headline people heard and saw and reacted to. The reaction was outrage. It should have been. However, it was also false. My lawyers, as you just heard from Rita Glavin, have reviewed the report over the past several days and have already raised serious issues and flaws That should concern all New Yorkers, because when there is a bias or a lack of fairness in the justice system, it is a concern for everyone, not just those immediately affected. The most serious allegations made against me had no credible factual basis in the report. 
And there is a difference between alleged improper conduct and concluding sexual harassment. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not to say that there are not 11 women who I truly offended. There are. And for that, I deeply, deeply apologize. I thought a hug and putting my arm around a staff person while taking a picture was friendly, but she found it to be too forward. I kissed a woman on the cheek at a wedding, and I thought I was being nice, but she felt that it was too aggressive. I have slipped and called people honey, sweetheart, and darling. I meant it to be endearing, but women found it dated and offensive. I said on national TV to a doctor wearing PPE and giving me a COVID nasal swab, you make that gown look good. I was joking. Obviously, otherwise I wouldn't have said it on national TV, but she found it disrespectful. I take full responsibility for my actions. I have been too familiar with people. My sense of humor can be insensitive and off-putting. I do hug and kiss people casually, women and men. I have done it all my life. It's who I've been since I can remember. In my mind, I've never crossed the line with anyone. But I didn't realize the extent to which the line has been redrawn. There are generational and cultural shifts that I just didn't fully appreciate. And I should have. No excuses. The report did bring to light a matter that I was not aware of and that I would like to address. A female trooper relayed a concern that she found disturbing, and so do I. Please let me provide some context. The governor's trooper detail had about 65 troopers on it. But of the 65, only six women and nine black troopers. I'm very proud of the diversity of my administration. It's more diverse than any administration in history. And I'm very proud of the fact that I have more women in senior positions than any governor before me. The lack of diversity on the state police detail was an ongoing disappointment for me. In many ways, the governor's detail is the face of state government that people see. When I attend an event, people see the detail that's with me. I was continuously trying to recruit more to diversify. On one occasion, I met two female troopers who were on duty at an event. Both seemed competent and impressive, and I asked the state police to see if they were interested in joining. I often meet people, men and women, and if they show promise, I refer them to be interviewed. The state police handled the interviewing and the hiring. And one of the two troopers eventually joined the detail. I got to know her over time. 
and she's a great professional. And I would sometimes banter with her when we were in the car. We spent a lot of time driving around the state. This female trooper was getting married. And I made some jokes about the negative consequences of married life. I meant it to be humorous. She was offended, and she was right. The trooper also said that in an elevator, I touched her back. And when I was walking past her in a doorway, I touched her stomach. Now, I don't recall doing it. But if she said I did it, I believe her. At public events, troopers will often hold doors open or guard the doorways. When I walk past them, I often will give them a grip of the arm, a pat on the face, a touch on the stomach, a slap on the back. It's my way of saying, I see you. I appreciate you. And I thank you. I'm not comfortable just walking past and ignoring them. Of course, usually they are male troopers. In this case, I don't remember doing it at all. I didn't do it consciously with the female trooper. I did not mean any sexual connotation. I did not mean any intimacy by it. I just wasn't thinking. It was totally thoughtless in the literal sense of the word, but it was also insensitive. It was embarrassing to her, and it was disrespectful. It was a mistake, plain and simple. I have no other words to explain it. I want to personally apologize to her and her family. I have the greatest respect for her and for the New York State Police. Now, obviously in a highly political matter like this, there are many agendas and there are many motivations at play. If anyone thought otherwise, they would be naive and New Yorkers are not naive. But I want to thank the women who came forward with sincere complaints. It's not easy to step forward, but you did an important service. And you taught me, and you taught others an important lesson. Personal boundaries must be expanded and must be protected. I accept full responsibility. Part of being New York tough is being New York smart. New York smart tells us that this situation and moment are not about the facts. It's not about the truth. It's not about thoughtful analysis. It's not about how do we make the system better. This is about politics. And our political system today is too often driven by the extremes. Rashness has replaced reasonableness. Loudness has replaced soundness. Twitter has become the public square for policy debate. There is an intelligent discussion to be had on gender-based actions, 
on generational and cultural behavioral differences, on setting higher standards, and finding reasonable resolutions. But the political environment is too hot and it is too reactionary for that now. And it is unfortunate. Now, you know me. I'm a New Yorker, born and bred. I am a fighter. And my instinct is to fight through this controversy because I truly believe it is politically motivated. I believe it is unfair and it is untruthful. And I believe it, it demonizes behavior that is unsustainable for society. If I could communicate the facts through the frenzy, New Yorkers would understand. I believe that. But when I took my oath as governor, then it changed. I became a fighter, but I became a fighter for you. And it is your best interest that I must serve. This situation, by its current trajectory, will generate months of political and legal controversy. That is what is going to happen. That is how the political wind is blowing. It will consume government. It will cost taxpayers millions of dollars. It will brutalize people. The State Assembly yesterday outlined weeks of process that will then lead to months of litigation. Time and money that government should spend managing COVID, guarding against the Delta variant, reopening upstate, fighting gun violence, and saving New York City. All that time would be wasted. This is one of the most challenging times for government in a generation. Government really needs to function today. Government needs to perform. It is a matter of life and death, government operations. And wasting energy on distractions is the last thing that state government should be doing. And I cannot be the cause of that. New York tough means New York loving. And I love New York. And I love you. And everything I have ever done has been motivated by that love. And I would never want to be unhelpful in any way. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, that's what I'll do. Because I work for you. And doing the right thing is doing the right thing for you. Because as we say, it's not about me. It's about we. Kathy Hochul, my lieutenant governor, is smart and competent. This transition must be seamless. We have a lot going on. I'm very worried about the Delta variant. And so should you be but she can come up to speed quickly. 
and my resignation will be effective in 14 days. To my team, Melissa DeRosa, Robert Mejica, Beth Garvey, Stephanie Benton, Dana Caratanudo, Kelly Cummings, Rich Azapardi, Howard Zucker, Rick Cotton, General Lieber, Jack Davies, and the hundreds of dedicated administration officials. I want to say this. Thank you. Thank you. And be proud. We made New York State the progressive capital of the nation. No other state government accomplished more to help people. And that is what it's all about. Just think about what we did. We passed marriage equality, creating a new civil right, legalized love for the LGBTQ community, and we generated a force for change that swept the nation. We passed the SAFE Act years ago, the smartest gun safety law in the United States of America, and it banned the madness of assault weapons. We've saved countless lives with that law. $15 minimum wage, the highest minimum wage in the nation, lifting millions of families' standard of living, putting more food on the table and clothes on their backs. And we led the nation in economic justice with that reform. We have managed every emergency Mother Nature could throw at us. Fires, floods, hurricanes, superstorms, and pandemics. We balanced the state budget and we got it done on time, more than any other administration, because government should work and perform. Free college tuition for struggling families. Nobody in this state will be denied their college dream because of their income. We have built new airports, rail, transit, roads all across this state faster and better than ever before. And more than any state in the nation, the most effective green economy program in the nation. We did more for black and Latino families than any other administration. We did more for working families. We did more for our union brothers and system, sisters. We did more to battle racism and anti-Semitism. Today, so much of the politics is just noise, just static. And that's why people tune it out. What matters is actually improving people's lives. And that's what you did. You made this state a better state for the generations that follow. And that is undeniable, inarguable, and true, even in these ugly, crazy times. I thank Speaker Carl Heasty and Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins for their leadership. And let me say this on a personal note. In many ways, I see the world through the eyes of my daughters, Kara, Mariah, and Michaela. They are 26 and 26, twins, and 23. And I have lived this experience with and through them. I have sat on the couch with them, hearing the ugly accusations for weeks. I have seen the look in their eyes and the expression on their faces. And it hurt. I want my three jewels to know this. My greatest goal is for them to have a better future than the generations of women before them. It is still in many ways a man's world. It always has been. We have sexism that is culturalized and institutionalized. 
my daughters have more talent and natural, natural gifts than I ever had. I want to make sure that society allows them to fly as high as their wings will carry them. There should be no assumptions, no stereotypes, no limitations. I want them to know from the bottom of my heart that I never did and I never would intentionally disrespect a woman or treat any woman differently than I would want them treated. And that is the God's honest truth. Your dad made mistakes and he apologized and he learned from it. And that's what life is all about. And I know the political process is flawed and I understand their cynicism and distrust and disappointment now. But don't give it up. Because government is still the best vehicle for making positive social change. Lastly, I want to remind all New Yorkers of an important lesson. And one that I will carry with me for the rest of my life. And that's what you New Yorkers did in battling COVID. The enemy landed in New York State. COVID launched the attack here. It came on planes from Europe and we had no idea. It was an ambush. And it was up to New Yorkers to fight back. We were on our own and it was war. Nurses, doctors, essential workers became our frontline heroes. Hospitals became the battlegrounds. Streets were still, and sirens filled the city's silence. Trailers carried the bodies of our fallen brothers and sisters. But you refused to give up, and you fought back, and you won going from the highest infection rate in the nation to one of the lowest. No one thought we could do it, but you did it. You led the nation and you showed the way forward. And how you did it is what's most important. You did it together, not as black New Yorkers or white New Yorkers, not as LGBTQ New Yorkers or straight New Yorkers or Democrats or Republicans or upstate or downstate or Jewish, Muslim, Protestant or Catholic New Yorkers, but as one community, one family, the family of New York. You overcame the naysayers and the haters and the fear and the division and you unified and you rose and you overcame and you saved lives. And that was powerful in its effect. It was beautiful to see, and it was an honor to lead. Please remember that lesson. Hold it dear and hold it up high for this nation to see, because it is New York State at her finest, creating her legacy, fulfilling her destiny, giving life, an animation to the lady in the harbor saying, Excelsior, we can be better, we can reach higher, and proclaiming e pluribus unum, out of many one, unity, community, love,
That is our founding premise and our enduring promise. And that is the salvation of this nation that it so desperately needs to hear. Thank you for the honor of serving you. It has been the honor of my lifetime. God bless you. That whole thing kind of reminds me of Nassar, doesn't it? The whole, my victims just don't understand. I didn't sexually assault them. I just grabbed a handful of ass and tin grabbed them by the pussy. Also, man, I remember, uh, didn't Andrew Cuomo come out and say, it's disgusting that Donald Trump said grab him by the pussy. Motherfucker, you were literally grabbing bitches by the pussy. And I side note, a lot of bitches love being grabbed by the pussy. They just won't admit it. Uh, Dave Smith has a great bit of this in Libertas, his stand-up special. Now, let's get into some more articles. But let's take a moment to hear what his tune was just a short month and a half ago. In late, late June, this motherfucker was singing an entirely different tune. Let's hear what he had to say. Let the review proceed. I'm not going to resign. I was not elected by the politicians. I was elected by the people. Part of this is that I am not part of the political club. And you know what? I'm proud of it. Uh, this is all that I'm going to say on this topic at this time. I made a promise to the people of the state. I have a job to do. I've been doing it for 11 years. This is probably the most critical time in the state's history. I won't speculate about people's possible motives, but I can tell you as a former attorney general who's gone through this situation many times, there are often many motivations for making an allegation. And that is why you need to know the facts before you make a decision. Politicians who don't know a single fact, but yet form a conclusion and an opinion are, in my opinion, reckless and dangerous. I never harassed anyone. I never assaulted anyone. Uh, I never... And and the verdict says that was a lie. Use anyone. Guy, all I could hear was <laughs> groping with allegations against Governor Chris Cuomo. Ah, the New York Post. Sometimes you get good jokes in there, don't you? And now, the same time that that video was going out or that leaked phone call was being leaked, we had this article. Cuomo's impeachment committee expects to finish reviewing evidence within several weeks. And as you heard from the last bit, the last article I read... They are still going to try and impeach him even after he leaves office in less than two weeks at this point. The key, and this was, this article is written by Christina Wilkie. At Christina Wilkie Twitter. Key point. The committee responsible for determining whether to impeach New York Governor Andrew Cuomo for sexual harassment 
expects to finish reviewing evidence within weeks, said committee chairman Charles Levine. Based on evidence, the committee will then recommend whether or not to proceed with impeachment, a process many Albany see as inevitable. Man, you got this picture of him looking like a straight-up rare Pepe. If Cuomo chooses to resign before then, Levine and others have called on him to do so. The governor will be spared the ordeal of a trial. Bullshit! This article is old as fuck, by the way. This is from August 9th. Bear in mind... Mm, that Speedway House blend. It's delicious. They are going to use the precedent set by the impeachment of Donald Trump post his president presidential term for the, over the January fucking overplay bullshit fest. And it's, again, I want to remind you, calling what happened on January 6th in an insurrection is calling a soapbox derby an F-150 or a Grand fucking Prix. Not even comparable. But it did set a precedent where you can impeach somebody post them leaving office. And all it will do, essentially, is the same thing as censuring will do, where you remove them from having the ability to run or act in any political position going forward. Into the article. The committee responsible for determining whether to impeach the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, expects to finish reviewing evidence within several weeks. The committee chair said Monday, quote, beginning next week, the committee members will be granted access in a secure location to, full, to the full evidence in two parallel probes into allegations that Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women, said Charles Levine, the Democratic chairman for the State Assembly Judiciary Committee. Quote, we anticipate that this, pro- that this process will be concluded very soon, Levine said, the review, said of the review period. Quote, when I say very soon, I'm speaking about several weeks, so a little over two months from now, <laughs> from when this article was. And mind you, this was published in August, August, June, July. Oh, shit. Wait, what? Hold on. Yep, this was published this month. You see, it blows my mind. It it really blows my fucking mind. This is actually a fairly new article. I just... It blows my mind how far into the year we already are. I just can't get over, like, how fast this shit's flying by already. So my bad. My bad. Several weeks from now. Following... The review period, the committee member will make a recommendation to the full state assembly on whether to proceed with an impeachment. Already, there are strong indications that the committee will recommend Cuomo to be impeached. If Cuomo is impeached by lower chamber, he would next face a trial in the state senate. He would also be required to transfer gubernatorial powers. That's a goofy name for that kind of thing, too. Gubernatorial powers. For the duration of the Senate trial to Lieutenant Kathleen Hutchell. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? The committee launched its impeachment investigation in March following the initial accusations of sexual harassment made against Cuomo. The probe was conducted parallel to an investigation overseas by State Attorney General Latina James. Last Tuesday, James said her office inquiry found that Cuomo had sexually harassed at least 11 women and retaliated against one of them. The former employee who had complained about his conduct, the response to James's report was swift and unequivocal. Within hours, the demands for Cuomo's resignation came from across the state and National Democratic, po- Democratic Political f- uh, 
uh, firmament, up to and including President Joe Biden. But Cuomo so far has shown no signs that he plans to step down. Again, the Curb Your Enthusiasm music is playing quite loudly. And this article is from three days ago. Three days ago. Now, there's that, I've seen this on 4chan, specifically in the poll area. Uh, there's a bunch of threads. And by the way, why is up with 4chan going up and down lately? Has anyone else noticed that or is it just because I use it on mobile? Yeah, I'm a mobile fag. Fuck you, all right? I used to be online with that shit. But I just don't bother anymore because I don't post or interact with anything on 4chan other than collecting the news. Because let's face it, poll, you either go to adult gifts if you can swift through all that porn on adult gifts to find actual news footage. It's worth it because you find shit before it actually happens with that nuclear explosion that happened in China. I was up on that shit like two weeks before even Six Hexenhammer talked about it. Right? Like 4chan, you'll get breaking news before it hits the mainstream media or even independent outlets. I need to go back to my episode about the Portland riot squad or riot police officers resigning. I report on that like two days before Tim Pool did. Right? Like, I stay up on my shit. And it's because of Paul. But Paul has been at war lately with that whole uh, Mike Lindell cyber symposium. And by the way, fuck you, Mike. We were in communication about me getting press credentials for your event, and all of a sudden you quit emailing like a week and a half out. Fuck you and your fucking pillows. I'm going to spike sleep with my my pillows tonight, motherfucker. I was mad, too. I worked really hard to get his email. Yeah, his personal email, too. No, I'm not sharing it with you, fucking jackasses. Ugh. What was I talking about originally? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up with poll going down lately? Not just poll, but, like, 4chan's kept crashing and just not being responsive at, at all. Like, wars are getting deleted. Fuck you, Jannies, while I'm at it. Just keep getting deleted. It's, it's unbased as fuck. Back into the article. Ooh, that's big thunder. <laughs> Levine took care on Monday to lay out each step of the impeachment process, describing what would doubtless be a difficult and potentially humiliating experience for Cohen, which is probably why he resigned partially. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember what I was talking about. Yeah, there's a, a poll conspiracy theory that the reason Cuomo is stepping down right now is to distract people from what's going on with Mike Lindell and his cyber symposium. And I've been watching it on and off for the last two days. Um... Uh, there is some really, really good shit in there. I think I, I will admit that I'm, I'm finding him more credible than I did originally, but a lot of it I think is still bullshit. Please don't get me wrong. I, the election was absolutely stolen. No, no doubts or questions about that. But the level of evidence he, he has, some of it seems manufactured, but not all of it. Most of it seems legit, and I don't think he's purposely spelling any misinformation like Six and Hammer assumes he is. I think Mike Lindell is a well-meaning individual, but you got to... I think he's a well-meaning individual, and I will leave it at that. But that, that that's why I brought up the whole 4chan thing originally got sidetracked. Sorry. The committee chairman also made it clear that if Cuomo chooses to resign before the impeachment trial begins, he would be spared of the ordeal of a trial, which, by the way, I'm still on CNBC News. The article I just read before this one talks about how they're still going to impeach him afterwards. Like, they're, they're, he's not escaping this, and that's at least a nice thing. 
I'm looking forward to that humiliation of Cuomo. Well, much like how I suspect Dr. Fauci is about to be thrown out of the fucking bus here soon. Uh, we're going to start seeing a lot of these COVID-era politicians start resigning and being shut down for everything but actually why they should be, which is relating to the COVID deaths. I imagine Lori Lightfoot's probably fucking next, and hopefully Gretchen Whitmer. As a mitten boy myself. If the governor resigns, an impeachment itself would be moot, said Levine. The committee's months-long probe was conducted by attorneys from the law firm of Davis Polk and Wardwell. David Polk and Wardwell. Sounds like some Harry Potter shit. And encompassed several other allegations of wrongdoing by Cuomo and his closest aides. These include whether the co- whether the governor's staff tried to hide or alter data on coronavirus deaths in New York nursing homes, whether Cuomo used his position as governor to secure COVID vaccines for close friends and family, and whether he misused state resources to promote a book he wrote about leadership in 2020. Cuomo and his staff have denied these allegations. Last week, a lawyer... For the governor released a formal response to James' report, to James's report, refuting claims of, cl- refuting certain elements of it. They argue that the claims by women of Cuomo's inappropriate grabbing them, about the pussy, and touching them were, were merely innocent efforts to be friendly, and something all politicians do. Listen, man, you didn't just pick up and kiss a baby. You picked up a woman by the pussy and kissed her on the neck. And gave her a fat... <sighs> one of those. I love seeing my audio spikes when I do that. <laughs> I feel bad for your ears sometimes, though. The evidence from multiple subjects of inquiry that will be made available to the Judiciary Committee members tolls more than 500,000 pages, Levine said Monday. Given its sensitivity of information, Levine said it would likely only be available for viewing in a designated room, which I will try to see if I can get press credentials for. It's worth a trip to New York for me, honestly. And you know, all these articles I'm going to be reading, mostly of them are coming from MSNBC, or sorry, CNBC. Why specifically CNBC? Well, let's hear the coverage they were giving him just this time last fucking year but not just them by the way a lot of these talk show hosts celebrities and so on all last year were saying oh i'm cuomo sexual oh cuomo you're so handsome you're so handsome i love my cuomos i'm a homo for cuomo said literally fucking everybody in hollywood and all those unfunny zombies we call late night talk show hosts but now, the same talk show hosts are throwing him under the bus and using him for no more than joke fodder at his own expense. Every one of these, Jimmy Fallon, Kimmel, all the Jimmys, Conan, all these guys are ripping on Chris, uh, Andrew Cuomo and making fun of him relentlessly. Whereas just this time, this exact time, last year, they were singing his praises and saying how in love with them they are. Play the fucking clip. All right, we're back with Governor uh, Cuomo. Um, can I say that I am a Cuomo sexual? You know yep, Ellen DeGeneres went there while video chatting with New York Governor Andrew Cuomo on Monday's show. You know that that's going around, that people are saying they're Cuomo sexuals. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. 
I don't think it's a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. People are in love with you. And if you're a Cuomo sexual too, the governor's response will make you love him even more. It started with Trevor Noah, um, and but not only, uh, but but it, it includes your brother Chris. Chris, I, you're you're both Cuomos. Uh, I enjoy both of you very much. Yes, but you enjoy me more. Didn't you say that earlier? Yes. Yes. Yes, I can say that right now because I'm talking to you, but then when I'll talk to him, I'll say he's my favorite. It's like, I, I know you have this competition with, you know, who the, the mother loves more, and I understand all that, but you're both charming, you're both adorable. Let's watch that one more time. Yes, but you enjoy me more. Didn't you say that earlier? Yes. Yes. The term Cuomosexual refers to Andrew and his brother, CNN anchor Chris Cuomo's adoring new fans. There's a group of women who came out and they said, we, we're we falling in love with Cuomo. And I said, well, yeah, everyone everyone should be a Cuomosexual in that way. I don't miss a press mm. conference. When Cuomo's on, I'm, I'm, I'm like, got to go see my celebrity crush right now. Sorry. These feelings are perfectly natural. Many Americans experience moments of being at least Andrew curious, if not fully Cuomosexual. Andrew and Chris have captured many hearts with their on-air sparring over the last few weeks amid the coronavirus pandemic. I'm proud of what you're doing. I know you're working hard for your state, but no matter how hard you're working, there's always time to call mom. She wants to hear from you, just so you know. Yeah, I called mom. I called mom just before I came on the show. By the said. way, she said I was her favorite. She never said Good that. news is she said you were her second favorite. Second favorite son, no. Christopher. Chris hosted Cuomo primetime throughout his battle with COVID-19. And when Ellen asked Andrew if his little brother's diagnosis brought them even closer, well, his response was everything. No, you can't be closer than I am with my brother, Chris. Uh, we have been uh, all our lives. He's my best friend, but he is, uh, we're, we have a very <laughs> special relationship. I just felt bad during that whole coronavirus thing. Oh, there's more. Look, talk about guts. He, the day he got diagnosed with it, he went on air that night. Uh, and that took real guts. You know, I don't care how strong you are. They call you up and they say, you tested positive for coronavirus. You have to have some butterflies in your stomach. And he went right on the air that night. And I think he did a great public service because he, he shared it with people. He took the mystery off it. Uh, and he showed what it was like every step of the way. Uh, and we actually had some fun with it. So it was, it all worked. Chris has since recovered, but his wife, Christina, and their 14-year-old son also went on to test positive for the virus. ET video chatted with Christina earlier this month, and she had this to say about her husband and brother-in-law's relationship. Yeah, they're always taking digs at each other, and it's hilarious, and it always provides for entertainment at um, family functions, and they love each other to death. I mean, Andrew uh, really helped raise Chris, so Chris learned a lot from him, and, uh, you know, they, they kind of finish each other's sentences, and, and you know, they, they, you know, they play and jest, and uh, it it's provides for a lot of entertainment. It's really nice that they're sharing it with everyone else now. So people yes. feel a little relief from their anxiety through some humor. What's more, the 50-year-old wellness expert says she's totally embracing the Cuomo-sexual trend. Did you guys see that? Now they've become these heartthrob sex symbols. Yeah, the Cuomo-sexual t-shirts. Yeah, they're hilarious. I love them. 
Uh, I have someone sending me uh, a sweater that says that, and then a hat. I mean, uh, the, we should get some masks made, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And uh, send my love to your little brother and uh, tell him I'm, I'm very happy he's feeling better and my love to the family. Thank you. Thank you, Ron. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Nice to be with you, too. And uh, my love to the boyfriend. <laughs> Stop there. On a fucking side note, earlier, just, just earlier this day, right, I went to find a certain video, and it was a massive compilation of people saying, oh, I'm Cuomo-sexual, and had all these Hollywood celebrities, right, all praise his name, talking about, oh, you're handling the vaccine, the lockdown, and all that shit so well. These, these allegations of you sexually harassing women are false, and it's so disgusting that you're saying it. Everyone's saying that, Right. The same video has been privated, and a lot of these are. I cannot find a single one of these compilations where just a day or so ago when I was originally going to make this video, or this podcast, are all missing. Here, look up HTTP, or you know what, YouTube.com slash watch question mark V equals T-E-B-B-R-X-E-N-V-F-G. The description is Governor Andrew Cuomo on global praise and Cuomo sexual fans. Governor Cuomo discusses the global praise he's received for his leadership during the COVID-19 pandemic and how he's handling becoming the internet's sex new sexiest hot guy or whatever the fuck. Cuts off there as a YouTube description. When you click it, it takes you to this video is private. Uh-oh. And that's a shame, too, because I would have absolutely loved to have played that compilation. But it seems gone, sadly. Ooh, what's this? Please welcome to the stage, President and CEO... Ooh, no, no, I need to save that for later. But, like I said, play that fucking clip. I did find a couple. Let's see, how about actress Chelsea Handler? There's a Twitter video this goofy cunt posted getting ready for my boyfriend to come on tv Ooh, we wake up together every single morning me and andrew Cuomo. oh there he is mm, i'm pretty hot for andrew Cuomo. i'm not gonna lie about that i mean could andrew Cuomo be any hotter Um, in other news, I still am crushing hard on Andrew Cuomo. I don't like the shirt that he wore today. I don't like where his nipples were today at all. But I'm just going to pretend I didn't see that. Just getting ready to rewatch my boyfriend's press conference from this morning. It takes it. Delusional whore. On my VCR. I'm going to rewatch. <laughs> VCR? <laughs> you better have a fucking rewind to go with that piece of technology, bitch. Drinking my coffee. I didn't expect the old. Wow, we're talking about. She's talking about something older than Cuomo himself. To it later now, and uh, that's what I'm doing in quarantine. It's just me and Andrew Cuomo, just him telling me what to do, and I like it. Mmm, state me harder, Daddy. Mm. Oh, please, Daddy, put your fucking status boot up my cunt. Oh, I love it. 
What about Trevor Noah and a lesbian? Back with Governor uh, Cuomo. Um, can oh, I? Whoop, whoop, or you played that one. Here we go. I know, and I also saw you talk about on the news that you can't watch the news that much because it's too depressing. You watch in the morning, you get a little recap at night, but you must be having to keep up with it for your show. Yes, I keep up. I keep up with information, but I think people must be careful about what they watch to like as news. You know, one thing that is an unfortunate byproduct of having 24-hour news in America is they'll always fool the news. And so I always warn people. I go like, be careful not to just watch the news all the time because the news can make it seem like everything the chicken. Either way, and and ascertain like what's actually happening in the world. But um, I think it's I think it's good to have perspective. I think it's good to live in a world of nuance where we say yes, something bad can be happening, but it's not the worst thing because we're helping it not become the worst thing. And hopefully, on the other side of this, we realize that we're better off because we treated it seriously, as opposed to not taking it seriously and then regretting it afterwards. So that's all I'm trying to do in my world: process the news, make jokes about. It. Yeah. No. No. It, it's not. And. You know what you're doing is really important, and uh, and then I do something that is just ridiculously silly, uh, and which have is a, equally a important. Standard. Yeah, Ellen DeGeneres, another person who got canceled over sexual assault charges and being a general cunt. Ugh, not at all what I'm looking for. Do 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 do. Here we go. Ooh, where is it? This is the clip from the Emmys that get the night this motherfucker got an Emmy. Let's just see this little bit of the compilation. Some of my fellow New Yorkers. To my governor. The governor of Empire State. Let me quote Tyler Crater. Tell Spike Lee he's a goddamn nigger. <laughs> Andrew Cuomo. Congratulations, Andrew, on your much deserved Founders Award. Governor Andrew Cuomo, you are the man. What? I was trying to think of something that I could say to you that would uh, be funny. And so I called your brother, Chris, who could not understand why you were getting an Emmy since he's the one on television. In the darkest days of the pandemic, your daily briefings live from New York gave us hope, gave us clarity, gave us the truth, and gave us something that we were not getting from Washington, leadership. In the midst of this storm, Andrew Cuomo became the nation's governor. People across the country. Oh, not Billy Joel. No. Oh, no. I didn't want. Oh, I didn't even know this. God damn it. I love Billy Joel. Fuck. I tuned into his press conferences every day. Daily, I was watching his press conferences. Shut up, Spike Lee. Informing us, telling us what to do. And uh, he also said that, uh, you know, now that you're the love gov, <laughs> you kind of transcended politics. And now you're just part of really more, you know, you're more of like a national. Sex symbol. He says you'll probably. <laughs> you know what, Ben Stiller? I'll give you the love gov part. Sex symbol? Yeah, about as sex symbol as Michael Jackson in a preschool, in a Catholic preschool alone at that. Get more dates than votes. That's him saying that, not me. You did your thing during COVID. New York was suffering. We were the epicenter. We were all in a crisis, in a panic, and every single day you came on the airways and you offered your strength your leadership, and your direction, and your caring, and your heart. You are the epitome of New York tough. <laughs> These are things your brother says about you. I. You are the epitome of New York touch. Look up to you still. And you set the example for the rest of the nation, the rest of the world, how to be a leader during a time of crisis. Thank you for your leadership during these trying times. 
We are New York tough, smart, disciplined, united, and loving. Dang. What happened to Robert De Niro? Remember Taxi Driver? Remember badass Robert De Niro, the hardcore motherfucker from the Bronx you didn't fuck with? Sure, he's in Hollywood and he's all sophisticated, but he's still mafia as fuck. Now look at him. Low teen, beta as fuck. Go. Stay safe. And please wear a mask. I want to say congrats. Fuck you, Billy Joel. Fuck you. Congratulations again. And uh, anything that you didn't like that I said was your brother Chris's idea. Ben Stiller, you have not been funny in roughly 10 years. Please go back to the museum where your old ass belongs. Congratulations. Much love. Brooklyn loves you. Andrew Cuomo! Actually, Brooklyn fucking hates him, as it turns out. What? What an honor and pleasant surprise during these hard times. I thank the International Academy and Bruce Paisner for this incredible award. Thank you to all the members of the Academy. Your work has brought smiles and hope and relief for so many people during these difficult days. I wish I could say that my daily COVID presentations were well choreographed, scripted, rehearsed, or reflected any of the talents that you advance. I will admit, they were about as well choreographed as my fucking podcasts are. They didn't. They offered only one thing. Authentic truth and stability. But sometimes that's enough. COVID will go down in the history books as one of the most difficult experiences in a generation. And you will go down as one of the most difficult experiences for New York in a generation. It has been a dark moment indeed. But what strikes me most is that when things are at their worst, that's when you can see people at their best. For all the darkness, there was light. People worked together. Everyone did what they could do. Our everyday heroes, the doctors and nurses who work in dangerous emergency rooms, the police, the ambulance drivers, the food store employees, everyone who leaves the safety of their home every day so we can remain in the safety of ours. Actors use their talents to communicate essential facts to Americans social distancing, safety, and wear a mask, wear a mask because... But ignore the countless videos of me not wearing a mask when I tell you, Jesus fucking Christ. Holy shit. That lightning was fucking close. God damn. Dude, you look like there was a neon light behind my don't tread on me flag I use as a window curtain. Holy shit. <laughs> Scared the fuck out of me. What was I saying? Because it's common sense. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ignore all the videos of me not wearing a fucking mask. All the videos of me not wearing a mask. And also, ignore that video of my brother who was under quarantine for three weeks being confronted by a guy saying, hey, shouldn't you be in lockdown? And because we care about one another. I'm proud of New Yorkers who had the courage to tell the truth and the strength to stand together. That's what New York tough really means. To be tough enough to say, I love you. I care about you. I sniffed you and I touched you. I need you. To see past the color of... <laughs> of course, that's the follow-up to what I just said. ...of skin, religion, or sexual orientation. To see the humanity in each other how we are all interconnected and all interrelated, and that our destiny is not individually determined, 
but rather determined by what we do together. That's not just my message or a New York message. It is a universal message and one we need to hear now more than ever. I appreciate the humor from my friends in the video and I take it in good stride. And to Ben Stiller. What do you mean you took it in good stride? You didn't say anything negative about you. They sucked your dick for like minutes on end, dog. Whose teasing took liberal license, testing the boundaries of decorum and good taste. I only. What the fuck are you talking about? He didn't say anything nasty at all. Say, New York tough means one more thing. It means, Ben, I know where you live. Thank now that's New York. I know where you fucking live. Who the fuck are you fucking talking to, you little bitch? That's Italian discrimination. I'll bust your fucking kneecaps in. You fucking guinea fuck. Look, I don't know if you've been through New York, but I've been through New York. I documented Onion Town a few years back. You know where Onion Town is? It's outside Dutchess County. Freaky fucking place, but honestly, it's not as bad. I walked right in there, and they're like, who are you? I was like, oh, my name is James Madison. Pleasure to meet you. I'm just here to see if all the rumors about Onion Town are true. Y'all seem like pretty nice folk. I wasn't attacked or chased out. If you know anything about Onion Town, you'll know the rumors and myths about them. But yeah, that was very New York. I know where you live, Ben. Thank you. Thank you for this tremendous <laughs> honor. Thank you for sharing your gifts with all of us. Give love, get love. Give love, get touched. We will get through this. Forget he said every night to his secretaries. Together, and we will be the stronger for it. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, boy. That aged like milk, didn't it, folks? But I have a couple more articles to read here for you, and we'll get right into them. From, N from CNBC, executive ex assistant who accused New York Governor Cuomo of groping speaks publish it publicly. Fuck, I cannot talk. Published Sunday, August 8th. Just five days ago, folks. And this is by Emma Newberger. Sounds delicious. Key points. An executive assistant for New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has spoken publicly for the first time since filing criminal complaint against the governor. Point two. Brittany Camisso is identified as Executive Assistant 1 in the reports on Cuomo's alleged sexual harassment of nearly a dozen women. Mind you, at this point in time, it hasn't been definitively proven, but now it has. <laughs> Cuomo, this point three, Cuomo has denied sexually harassing any woman. The governor is facing an expected impeachment and could be arrested if authorities determine there is a possible, a probable cause to believe her complaint. See, a lot has happened in just a week. Not even two weeks. We're not even two weeks through this month. And we've already seen the evolution. I'm sort of working like Tarantino here. From the conclusion of him not only resigning, but still possibly being impeached and possibly being arrested and forced to do a perp walk. To the beginning where it was only alleged and we don't believe it. I just like using liberal sources like this to show where they evolve from. And point four. Rita Gavin, an attorney for the governor, has disputed the timeline given by Camisso and claimed there is evidence that there is evidence not included in the report that undermines the credibility of her story. Mm, was there, though? 
Mm. Was there though? Seems like it seems like when you jump ahead a little bit, there was a lot of evidence. An executive assistant for the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, who told investigators that he groped her breast in rear and has spoken publicly for the first time since filing her criminal complaint against the governor. Brittany Camisso, during an interview with CBS This Morning. Let's see, is it can I get footage of that interview? Yes, I can. Don't play an ad. Don't play an ad. Welcome to Bet and God damn it, there's a fucking ad. All right, folks. We're just going to give it a hot second and get over because I'm not plugging a gambling thing. I don't approve of gambling. I think it's a horrifying waste of time, and lotteries are attacks on the ignorant. Jesus, there's no skippable parts of this. This is bullshit. God damn it. Even YouTube, at least YouTube lets you skip an ad. Fuck me. Hurry up and get over with. Yo. Wade, who filed a criminal complaint against New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, is publicly coming forward for the first time. In an exclusive interview for CBS This Morning and the Times Union, I spoke to Brittany Camisso. She's identified as executive assistant number one in New York Attorney General's report on sexual harassment allegations against the three-term Democratic governor. In that report, Camisso said she was groped and sexually harassed by the governor. She is one of 11 women accusing the governor of sexual misconduct. When you open up that report, Mm -hmm. executive assistant number one is first. And you were not the first to come forward with allegations of sexual harassment, misconduct by the governor. Why do you think your story appears first? I believe that my story appears first due to the nature of the inappropriate conduct that the governor did to me. I believe that he roped me, he touched me, not only once, but twice. And I don't think that that had happened to any of the other women, the touching. And I believe that because of what had happened to me, that that was the most inappropriate of the actions that he had done. Governor Cuomo denies all accusations of sexual harassment or unwanted advances and says he will not step down. You can see more of our exclusive interview. With- Again, this was published August 8th, 2021. Tomorrow on CBS. Big yikes, folks. Big fucking yikes, folks. Now back into the article. Brittany Camisso, during an interview with CBS This Morning and the Albany Times Union, said she filed her complaint against Cuomo because it was the right thing to do, according to clips of the interview, which will air Monday morning. Being, uh, what was it? It's now Thursday, so three days ago. Camisso is identified as Executive Assistant 1 in a report released last week by State Attorney General Latita James on Cuomo's alleged sexual harassment of nearly a dozen women. Camisso told investigators retained by James at James that the governor grabbed then rubbed her rear end during a selfie photo grabbed by the pussy at the executive mansion in Albany. Camisso also claimed that Cuomo reached under her blouse and grabbed her breast while he gave her a hug, according to the report. 
Remember earlier when I mentioned that we have him on video sliding his hand up a shirt, copping a feel? There you go. I was, I knew eventually it would come up in one of these fucking claims. Jesus. Took long enough. The governor is facing an expected impeachment and could be arrested if authorities determine there is probable cause to believe her complaint. Cuomo has denied sexually harassing any woman. Quote, I never touched anyone inappropriately or made inappropriate sexual advances, the governor said on Tuesday. Rita Gavin, an attorney for the governor, has disputed the timeline given by Comiso and claimed there is evidence not included in the report that undermines the credibility of her story. Yeah, well, where was that evidence, sweetheart? And again, I get it. You're, you're an attorney. You're defending your client. Got it. Quote, this woman's story, as stated in the report, is false, Gavin said on Friday. Curb your enthusiasm intensifies this. The 165-page report, which comprises interviews with 179 witnesses and a review of 10, tens of thousands of documents, outlined Cuomo's alleged sexual harassment of nearly a dozen women who worked or had worked for the state and elsewhere. The report says the governor engaged in non-consensual touching, groping, kissing, and hugging, as well as made an inpro- inappropriate remarks to multiple women. It also says the governor retaliated against a former employee who complained publicly about his conduct. Woo-wee! And that's the end of that article by Shepard Smith once again. Thank you, Shepard Smith. Your time is greatly appreciated. Now, don't worry. I'll be reading the investigative report here. It's a lot of reading. Oh, I'm not reading all this. Oh, my God. They're all here. I will link this in the description of this podcast, actually. That is a lot of fucking reading to do. I will read it, talk about it later. I'm not doing all that shit tonight. I gotta be at work by noon. Okay. Let's see. Where was that other article? Oh, here we go. Cuomo's business ally allies donors are quiet after blockbuster report on sexual harassment allegations. Published August 3rd by Brian Schwartz. Hey, it's Brian Schwartz. We've read a couple of his articles in the past. Key points. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's business world allies and major donors did not rush to his defense in the wake of a report detailing multiple instances of alleged sexual harassment by the governor. Almost all of the donors, allies, and advisors contacted by CNBC refused to comment on the allegations levied against the governor. Quote, I think it all crumbles. One longtime Cuomo advisor said regarding the governor's support in the business community. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's business world allies and major donors did not rush to his defense in the wake of a report that by state attorney general's office detailing multiple instances of alleged sexual harassment. CNBC reached out to many of the governor's top donors and corporate associates after New York attorney Latita James released an independent investigator's 165-page report saying that at least 11 women were sexually harassed by Cuomo and his office and was intimidating was an intimidating environment. Almost all of the donors, allies, and advisors contacted refused to comment either on the allegations levied against the governor or on whether they would continue to associate themselves with him. Obviously not. Uh, the Democratic Party leaders, such as U.S. Senator Majority... 
Majority Leader Chuck Cucksumer, Cuck Schumer, also a New Yorker, called on Cuomo to resign after the report was released. Quote, I think it all crumbles, one longtime Cuomo advisor said regarding the governor's support in the last in the business community. This person declined to be named. I hate, I would never use this source then. If you don't want to give me your name and you're this close, I don't want to give you credibility. I, I hate this shit where it's like an anonymous source said, a person familiar with so-and-so's thinking said, someone familiar with the situation said, give me a name, give me a position, give me something to work with other than a nameless, faceless fucking cunt. God, I hate that shit. Sorry. I, I, I really hate when they give, you know, uh, whatever. <laughs> The person declined to be named due to the private nature of the conversation the person had. The governor is seeking a fourth term. No, he's not. Como, Como's re-elected campaign raised over $2 million in the first half of 2021, all into his pocket now, by the way, from some of New York's businesses, business leaders, despite all the controversy surrounding them. While Cuomo continues to deny many of the accusations, a potential decline in funds and support from some of the state's most affluent donors could be fatal on his re-election chances. Many of these donors have ties to heads of the party, including Henry Munoz, a former Democratic National Committee financee chair who gave 25000 to Cuomo in late January, and it was announced in 2020 that Munez was joining the was joining the then-candidate Joe Biden's presidential campaign. A DNC spokesperson and Munez did not respond to request for comment. Biden is expected to address is expected to address the report against Cuomo on Tuesday after White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki called the allegations quote abhorrent. Quote I don't know that anyone could have watched James's press conference this morning and not found the allegations to be abhorrent. I know I certainly did, said Saki. One Wall Street executive who was recently on a private phone call with Cuomo, with Cuomo and business leaders, gotta open that up later, about removing the cap on New York state's and local tax deductions, because we want more money, told CNBC text messages that report that the report was, quote, not great. Yet this person said yes when asked whether the person would continue to support Cuomo after James's report. Give me a name. Give me an acronym. Give me a nickname. Give me something other than your fucking word attached to a name that doesn't want to come out. Barry Diller, the founder of media behemoth IAC, oh, that fucking company, gave over 22000 to Cuomo's re-election campaign in January. When asked for a comment, spokeswoman for IAC told CNBC that Diller was, quote, Unable to participate in the story, of course. It's like all those Cosby deniers who suddenly just vanished when he actually got found guilty. Now I, I, I have complicated feelings on that. Dennis McKeel, a long time, a long time New York businessman who has been close to Cuomo and Biden for years. Oh, well, he probably knows Epstein as well. Said hours before the story's publication Tuesday that he quote hadn't seen the report and would review it. And then respond. CNBC did not hear back from McKeel. McKeel contributed twelve thousand five hundred to Cuomo's campaign in June. Susan Durst, wife of real estate titan Douglas Durst, Durst, 
The only Durst I like is Fred Durst. 10,000 to Cuomo in June after asking whether Durst would continue to back Cuomo. A spokesman replied, quote, We don't discuss political contributions. Shame. Others told CNBC they were too busy to talk about the governor and did not respond to follow-up requests for comment. Billionaire and... Gradestes? Grocery chain f uh, founder. I've never heard of that. Gristies? Billionaire and Gristies grocery chain founder, John Katsimandis, who contributed 25000 to Cuomo's campaign in June, previously told CNBC that he wanted to wait and see what the investigation revealed before he made his decision on Cuomo. I'm also waiting to hear from you, motherfucker. He said around noon Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday that he was at lunch and would return calls afterwards. As of the time CNBC published a story, Casamendis hadn't responded to requests for comments. After publication, Casamendis declined to condemn the governor. While nothing that he doesn't believe in, it's fair for Cuomo to be put on trial in the media. Casamendis once ran for mayor of New York City as a Republican, as a rhino. Quote, We'll read all the facts... But do not think he should have should have a trial in the media, Katamanda said in a text message to CNBC. An executive at the New York at the New York professional sports team, who also has known and worked with the governor for well over a decade, said he wanted to see the report first and then call back after he was through the meeting. This executive did not call back. Of course he didn't. Why the fuck? Would he? Let's see. Do you have any of that private phone call? You do not have any of that private phone call. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> but let's have a quick laugh at some of Andrew Cuomo's favorite defendants in talk show talk shows. Absolutely turn on him just to spite him, showing that these talk show hosts are only going to do what they do because they think. It will get them views, clicks, and, you know, your attention in general. After all, most of them are starved for attention. Now, this is The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Damn it. I don't want fucking YouTube premium. And it is... Beautiful, beautiful day here in New York City. 85 degrees, 75% humidity... And this afternoon, Andrew Cuomo resigned. But, uh, don't let the door hit you on the butt on the way out. But if it does, that door should also resign. Now, for now, uh, Cuomo is still governor. Because for reasons I do not understand, Cuomo's resignation will take effect in 14 days. Evidently, he gave himself two weeks' notice. <laughs> Resignation comes after 11 women have accused him of sexual harassment, ranging from running two fingers across the chest of an energy company employee to grabbing the rear of an unnamed employee to a former assistant who says the governor reached under her blouse and grabbed her breast. At the press conference, Cuomo took full responsibility for his actions, sort of. In my mind, I've never crossed... You've already heard all this. I'll be jumping ahead. I don't know exactly what line he's talking about, but 
Hopefully he'll explain it in his new book, Andrew and the Purple Crayon. <laughs> Warning, that's not a crayon in his hand. <laughs> but it is purple. <laughs> one of the more disturbing, one of the more disturbing details in the Attorney General's report was the allegation that Cuomo had harassed a member of his own security detail. At public events, troopers will often hold doors open or guard the doorways. When I walk past them, I often will give them a grip of the arm, a pat on the face, a touch on the stomach, a slap on the back. It's my way of saying, I see you. I appreciate you. Wow. Did you catch that? He really tried to slip in that touch on the stomach as if it's all the same. I would often pat them on the back, stroke them on the groin, perhaps a friendly suck on the toe. And we can't forget that this is the guy who, in his defense, in his fucking defense, Next card is released a video of him groping touching and having generally uncomfortable close contact with many of people of many different genders and orientations as if shit wasn't already tone deaf enough and this is one of the other people that defended him up until very recently our favorite former blackface clown jimmy kimmel if you're not listening thanks for staring this is kind of interesting speaking of listening they did a, a study you know those people who do studies they did enough skip when both people want them to end <laughs> kind of like sex the 66 percent of the people they studied wish their conversation they what well, how dare you did you break into your weeds for lockdown says leave i love pressing leave leave and leave uh, you know i think the lockdown has spoiled us it's a lot harder to get out of a conversation when you can't just has now come what happened at they chatted briefly he put his hand on her bare lower back and she pulled his hands away which she thought would be a hint but he just moved them to her cheeks and asked if he could kiss her and the craziest part is there's a photo of it very rarely does a wedding photographer capture really anything interesting at all but this one did that's the photo and there it is he's either asking to kiss her or he's telling her I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. I can't believe they got a picture of it. This is how mysteries in an Olsen twins movie end. This is not how real life goes. And of course, the folks at the New York Post had fun with the picture. Hansy Andy was the headline today. This comes on the heels of two former aides, also young women, who accused the governor of sexual harassment in the workplace. In the span of one month, Andrew Cuomo has somehow done the impossible. He made Bill de Blasio the second most hated politician in New York. <laughs> a year ago, everyone was in love with Andrew Cuomo, like literally in love. Even the items available on Etsy have changed. They went from future Mrs. Cuomo, St. Andrew Cuomo, I'm a Cuomosexual, I'm watching Cuomo the mug, to now they are arrest Cuomo, Andrew, the grandma slayer, <laughs> impeach Cuomo, and wipe your feet here. Again, actually, these aren't that new. I browse Etsy because I don't like giving Amazon much of my money. I get a lot of my like really funny political shirts, either from Luke Rakowski's uh, bestpoliticalshirts.com 
Or I get them off, uh, just example, I'm wearing my John McAfee is my dad t-shirt, which I need to replace them. This one's so long, it's starting to crease. Um, these aren't new. These have been up for a long time. You know it's serious when the Etsy community gets involved. Even some Democrats now are calling for Cuomo to resign. Lindsey Graham, this is good. Lindsey Graham told Sean Hannity the Democrats should apply the Republican model to Andrew Cuomo which I guess means make him president. I don't know. How does that work? Another politician who had a great fall is Mitt Romney. Senator Mitt Romney literally fell while playing with his grandkids. He got knocked unconscious over the weekend and had to be hospitalized. The doctors told him, they've told him a million times he shouldn't be skateboarding, but the, the dude just loves to thrash, and that's that. The fall was particularly concerning because of all the Republican... Uh, and that's the end of that clip, apparently. Just a second ago, I played you a clip of our friend Colbert absolutely roasting, roasting Cuomo. But this time, exactly this time last year ago with Robert De Niro, this is the conversation they were having. But, but if he... Something would change, which we've got... Good, nothing will change. Um, he would be a, uh, he's doing a great job. He's doing what any president should do. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, what, what New York deserves, what the world deserves, but it's, he seems like a very, like he's a real New York governor. Sure he is. Yeah. 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 yeah you, you, you know, New York has been through uh, 9 11. And Hurricane Sandy, and I know that you and and your uh, charitable uh, outreaches and the Tribeca Film Festival, all of those were attempts to respond to the crises that New York has gone through. What do you think? What lessons do you think New York has learned from those events that can apply to this right now? Well, they're they're. Uh disastrous they were disastrous situations of different of different sort obviously um i think um, though i'm for biden and i want everything to go well with biden uh, you know but um at least um, we have a um a person who is very capable uh, a very capable backup if you will not vice president but but if he um, should do, doing a great job. He did nothing will change. Um, he would be. I do that too. Yes. I got the image of you at the beginning of Cape Fear in my. The way I did then. There are ever movies again. Fauci, because Fauci's our. Um, Cuomo. I, I guess I'll. Yeah. I yes. He. he <laughs> um, Cuomo. I, I guess I'll play Cuomo. I like. Good his, part. Yeah, he's 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 doing what what a president should do. Could you can you see President Cuomo? Could you, can you see that? You I could know? see that. Yes, I could see it. Um, I think um, though I'm for Biden and I want everything to go well with Biden, uh, you know. But um, at least um, we have a um, a person who is very capable. Uh, a very capable backup, if you will, not vice president, but but if he again, just this time a year ago, 
this exact talk show host was talking about how good Cuomo was and joking around with, I could see him being president. And how about that clip of Ellen DeGeneres and our favorite nappy-headed motherfucker? Uh, what's his name? Trevor Noah. Right? When they were saying, oh, Cuomo's great. He's great. Let's hear what he says now in his episode just a month ago. Of course he was being playful. I mean, imagine your much older, politically powerful boss turns to you and says, when was the last time you were really hugged? That's super playful. Can't you feel your skin crawling with delight? Here's the thing. Even if Cuomo did think that he was just being playful, it's still not okay, all right? This is what bosses never seem to understand. If you're a boss, you should never be flirtatious with your employees because as a boss, you're basically a dragon, all right? Nobody's ever trying to hug a dragon. They're just trying to get out of the cave in one piece. Seriously, Caitlin, maybe sometime we should go out for a coffee. <sighs> uh, so right now, things are looking pretty bad for Governor Cuomo. He's facing investigations and even calls to resign. And you know that it's not good when you're the person in trouble and you're like, guys, please, remember all those old people in nursing homes that got killed? Let's talk about that again. Come on, huh? Again, another point. This is exact motherfucker said, oh, that's just a talking point of the right. Here we are. Here we are. The full 180. And I'll tell you, man, all those people who praised Cuomo so highly last year, whew, you included. Don't look so smart now. You and fucking included. Delete them all. I mean, it must be so embarrassing. Can you imagine if you're one of those people? <laughs> just burn them. I don't give a shit. Burn them. Yeah, and then you just cut this part out. Now, look, there's a lot more to say about what consequences Cuomo should face or how creepy it is that he refers to sex as rarely hugging. But we can't get into all of that right now because the president of the United States is dropping bombs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to be talking about this in another episode. The whole Syria carpet bombing thing. And let's play another talk show host who last year was sucking Cuomo's fat Italian guinea dick. Remember how Remember how I played the clip of that goofy cunt Chelsea Handler and how she's like, My boyfriend Chris Cuomo, I'm watching him on TV. Oh, my boyfriend Chris Cuomo. We wake up every day next to each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's hear what this stupid cunt's saying now. Uh, I know it's it's difficult to obviously date during a pandemic, and, and from the clip you mentioned your uh, early lust for Governor Cuomo. How are you feeling now? Because um, you know the vaccine rollout is uh, is not crushing it. No, he's not crushing it. I'm over him. He's too old and sloppy anyway for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm just not it, like he had his. What a difference six months fucking makes. Am I right, folks? Day. He apexed, and now the apex is over. <laughs> Do you think, is that, like, did he have a pretty good run as far as holding Chelsea Handler's affection? Like, I feel like we're being hard on him now, but, like, he had, like, four or five months, right? Yeah, no, he was definitely, I mean, listen, we were all hot for it because we were also dehydrated for a decent leadership, you know? It's like, can somebody be in charge around here? Um, you know, that's, like, just being in Canada. Everybody's so different. Everybody wears a mask. Nobody's saying no to wearing a mask. You know, people yeah, because Justin Trudeau will have you beaten and arrested, as we have many, many hours of footage of. People are so, it's so civilized here. Yeah, Viva Fry definitely feels that way. By the way, watch out 
check out Viva Fry's YouTube channel. He's a great lawyer, Montreal litigator turned YouTuber. He's a great podcast with Robert Barnes, who is one of only like eight attorneys and lawyers you can represent anybody or talk in front of the Supreme Court. Great podcast. Sidebar and then the Sunday show. Um so I'm um I forget what the question Oh Andrew Cuomo, sorry. When I was about my <laughs> That's how fast he's left your mind. <laughs> Couldn't even remember his name. <laughs> I'm like Andrew first of all, I didn't even let's be honest, I didn't know that Andrew Cuomo I thought Mario Cuomo was the governor of New York until COVID hit. So Goofy bitch. I was a confused. He was on the one lot. of the first casualties. We lost Mario. <laughs> Early. Yeah, that, no, we did. We, we did lose Mario early. But, um, um, uh, I do want to ask you. Uh, obviously, you've been skiing, and you mentioned you're alone. You've talked uh, about having trouble with guides over the years, specifically male guides. Are, are you skiing alone or, or uh, with uh, with assistance? That seems to be the end of that. But yeah, look at that. Cuomo's getting thrown under the fucking bus. Hard, by the way. Hard as fuck. They dropped him like an unwanted infant in a dumpster on a prom night. Now, we have just a handful of more articles to read before I conclude this episode of Inside Four Walls and Chris Cuomo. And again, this is another over two hours long podcast, boys. I've been doing this shit nightly. I'm tired. (laughs) Now, let's get into the last few articles I want to read tonight. Bill de Blasio on Cuomo's bullying allegation is classic Andrew Cuomo. Let's begin by playing this clip. There are developments today in the New York nursing home investigation and the bullying allegations against Governor Cuomo. Today, Mayor de Blasio weighed in, saying, quote, that's classic Andrew Cuomo. Our chief investigative reporter, Jonathan Deese, has been following this for us all week. He's in the newsroom now with an update. Jonathan? David, critics say years of bullying by the governor and his staff coming home to roost. This is federal prosecutors and the FBI now looking to see if the Cuomo administration's apparent refusal for months to release accurate nursing home death data amounts to a crime. The threats, the, the, the belittling. The mayor among numerous politicians lashing out at Governor Cuomo and his staff. This is who the governor has always been. He has been a, a bully. All this after yesterday, Democratic Assemblyman Ron Kim broke down after he says the governor threatened his career and livelihood. I'm sorry, I think we're gonna finish. Cuomo's office said- Aw, oh, suck it up, you sobbing chink. As Kim is lying. But Kim today showed us numerous calls and texts by Cuomo and his staff, he says, in an effort yeah. to silence him about claims of a nursing home death cover-up. There should be full accountability. Brooklyn U.S. Attorney Seth Ducharme and the FBI now investigating the Cuomo administration's handling of the nursing home death data. The criminal probe started in part after aide Melissa DeRosa in a secret meeting told Albany Democrats the Cuomo team delayed releasing nursing home death data because they feared a Trump Justice Department review. This former FBI supervisor says it may be a tough climb to prove a crime. They're going to take a look at these statements and go backwards. Who made them, when they made them, why they made them, and then present them to a grand jury to see if there's enough for criminal charges. But Cuomo aide says DOJ has been looking at this for months and the governor's office is cooperating. Cuomo is called not sharing the data sooner a mistake. Not illegal, not unethical, but just failed people. You're right. There's nothing unethical about covering up how many people died because you put fucking youth, positive COVID youth, in nursing home full of senior citizens who we knew from the very fucking beginning that they were the most susceptible to die from coronavirus from having the cool mobility of being over the age of fucking 60! And you're right, there's nothing illegal 
about lying to a grand jury. What the fuck is perjury, you guinea fuck? I'm not mad. You're mad. In that moment, I certainly call it a stonewall. In Albany, some Democrats say important death statistics, if made available months ago, could have helped shape better practices at nursing homes. It appears the reason why it wasn't shared, it was because sharing it would uh, then kill this notion that the governor continues to repeat that the state of New York does things better than everybody else. As for the criminal probe, we're told it's in its early stages with experts saying false statement or fraud, possible avenues of investigation. Spokesman for the U.S. Attorney and FBI declined to comment. Jonathan Deans, News 4. This article from NBC New York, Channel 4. De Blasio on Cuomo's bullying allegations. That's a classic Cuomo by Jonathan Diest. Dennist? Deniced? I'm going to go with the nice. And John Valquec and Hillary Wiesman. Published February 18th, 2021. Updated March 1st, 2021. Why is it going back and retroactively changing shit? New York City, Mayor de Blasio didn't mince words to Thursday morning when he, when he asked about allegations that Governor Andrew Cuomo threatened a Queens Assemblyman, saying he believed the charges were 100%. Ron Kim says he was yelled at and threatened by Cuomo after criticizing his handling of COVID-19 and the deaths at the nursing homes, which is now being looked into by federal authorities. Quote, it's a sad thing to say, but that's classic Andrew Cuomo. A lot of people in New York State have received those kinds of phone calls. The bullying is nothing new. I believe Ron, Ron Kim, and it's very, very sad. No public servant, no public servant, and no person who's telling the truth should be threatened like that or treated that way. The threats, the belittling, the demanding that someone change their statement right, right that moment. Many, many times I've heard that. And I know a lot of people in the state have heard that, de Blasio said in an MSNBC interview. Or I like to call it MSNPC. Quote, it's just the script. It's exactly what a lot of us have heard before. It's not a surprise. It's sad. It's not the way people should be treated, de Blasio said. He also said Cuomo's triads weren't limited to politicians. Quote, I don't think it's just government, de Blasio added. Quote, a number of your colleagues in the media will tell you about calls where they were berated and belittled. It's something that a lot of us in New York State have known about for a long time. I can't get into what, I can't get into the why. That's a deeper question. I can only say it's very unfortunate the way he treats people. Many traces of bad blood between the two politicians 20, in a 2015 interview where de Blasio publicly complained that Cuomo was a bully. Quote, if someone disagrees with him openly, some kind of revenge or vendetta follows. Mayor said. Makes you kind of think, right? All these talk show hosts are all stationed in New York. Every one of them. Quobert, Conan, you name the faggot, they're in New York. Well, 
And they all sucked his dick. All these celebrities lived in Hollywood, or all these celebrities from Hollywood lived in New York, and they also sucked Cuomo's dick. And now that he's out, one by one, they're dropping him and talking shit about him. Why? Because he's soon to have no fucking power. Makes you wonder, did they only kiss his ass so hard because they were afraid of retaliation and revenge from this petty little guinea? Possibly. But that's just this news analysis kind of guy's attitude and outlook on this shit. My opinion, basically. Back in the article. The Brooklyn U.S. Attorney's Office and the FBI are now open a preliminary investigation into the Cuomo administration's handling of the nursing home-related data. Please do Gretchen next. According to senior officials familiar with the probe, spokespeople for the U.S. Attorney's Office and the FBI declined to comment Wednesday night. The Blasio whose frosty and often antagonistic relationship with Cuomo is well-documented, said the probe. Said the probe was necessary. Quote, The notion that information was held back for political convenience instead of blunt truth coming out so we can save lives. Something that's profoundly wrong there, the mayor said. Investigation comes as Kim, like Cuomo, a Democrat, accused the governor of obstruction and other wrongdoing after an AP report found his administration misrepresented numbers of the deaths in nursing homes by thousands. One of Cuomo's top aides was also heard telling lawmakers that the administration took months to release data revealing how many people living in nursing homes died from COVID-19 because the official put youths who tested COVID positive in nursing homes. Froze over worries of information was, quote, going to be used against us by former President Donald Trump's Justice Department. Now, Kim says Cuomo is trying to punish me for speaking out. In a Zoom meeting, in a Zoom meeting with NBC New York on Wednesday, Kim broke down and had to end the conversation after recounting how furious the governor called him at it, how the furious government governor called him at his home. When he was with his wife and kids, quote, he spent 10 minutes berating me, yelling at me, threatening me and my career and my livelihood. Kim said the lawmaker said that his wife heard much of the interaction and was shocked and scared, saying she, quote, didn't sleep that night. Kim says the governor, the governor's team could have disclosed the numbers months ago, and with that data, believes policy changes could have been possibly helped to save lives. Quote, I refuse to be a cover-up for him. That's why he's coming after me and trying to punish me, Kim said, adding he's just trying to do what he believes is the right thing. Quote, they admitted covering up information about life and death. He is one of many in Albany, from both sides of the political aisle, accusing the administration of a cover-up, saying... It was done to protect Cuomo's politics and his political future. A senior, a senior aide to the governor said that he was in the room when the call was made and alleged that Mr. Kim is lying about the conversation. Of course. And that at no time did anyone threaten to destroy anyone with their wrath nor engage in a cover-up. This is beyond the pale. During a call with reporters, Cuomo similar, similarly went after Kim. Uh-oh. Quote, 
I said to him on the phone, there is still integrity and honor and decency in politics, the governor said. Cuomo addressed the conversation the two had, saying, in the past, bad blood between the two politicians from Queens. Cuomo said it stems from a past unrelated to the issue, which he accused Kim of switching sides on a nail salon safety order to raise campaign money for the, from the salons. Quote, I believe it was unethical, if not illegal, and I believe it's a cunning racket, the governor said. Uh, senior Coleman aide Rick Azopardi said the assemblyman's comments are, quote, part of a years-long pattern of lies against the administration. He had the same accusation they said when the Blasio was talking about the sexual harassment cases that were being underplayed against Cuomo. And now those came to light. How long? How long till this all comes to light as well? I'm trying to think of some way maybe Bill de Blasio was one of the few good Democrats left, but then I remember how he votes, and I'm like, fuck that guy. Kim brushed aside that take, saying it shows, quote, a lack of leadership to bring up the nail salon debate when 15,000 have lost their loved ones in nursing homes. Como has never been shy about his aggressive approach, which has earned him the moniker like the Prince of Darkness and President from the Shadows, from observers. He had gained a reputation as politics and as a political enforcer by age 25 while working for the campaign of his late father, Governor Mia Mario Cuomo. The current governor has, a long, has long defended his hard-edged strategy as effective politics. While saying his true strength comes from his consensus building, not instilling fear. Quote, God, how long is this fucking article? Quote, this is a governor who works night and day to move the ball down the field for New Yorkers and said they know that. Which is why he has been elected and re-elected three times over the past ten years. A Pazerati said in a statement. Or Ezo Party said. So far, Cuomo's conduct towards Kim hasn't generated public criticism. Well, that changes, doesn't it? For the two most important legislative leaders in the Assembly, Speaker Carl Hesty and Senator Leader Andrea Sh uh, Stewart's cousins. Our last name's cousins, by the way. Hasty said in a statement that, quote, Everybody involved needs to lower the temperature, end quote. Stuart Cousin has has backed a bill that would restrict Como's emergency powers. That did pass, by the way. And issued sweeping mandates during the coronavirus pandemic, pushed by lawmakers irritated about being cut out from key decisions. But a vocal crop of Democrats are calling for Cuomo's behavior to change, saying he relies too often on threats of ruining political careers and scores to win. Quote, What Ron Kim described is not terribly unusual. Deputy Majority Senate Leader Michael uh, Gieris said, Quote, I think it's quite clear that there is an appetite for accountability, the Queen's Assembly member Zoran Madani said. Quote, And there is far too long... And for far too long, the government has considered himself above that, or the governor has considered himself above that. Senator Alessandra 
Bagani, or Bagani, who's criticized Cuomo's pandemic response, said she's been the subject of the governor's pressure tactics too. Although she said she never experienced anything like the call Kim described. Quote, they have all they have said things to me and sent ominous messages to me, and the governor himself has made threatening remarks to me. Bengali or by by yeah, her fucking name, whose district includes the Bronx in Westershire. The Cuomo administration said Thursday that fifteen thousand said that the fifteen thousand number includes people living in assisted nursing adult care facilities, as well as those in nursing homes. It clarifies that thirteen thousand four hundred fifty-three. Nursing home residents have died of COVID-19 within or outside of their facilities, up from the previously closed 8,500 nursing home deaths. In a statement later released by Kim, he alleged that Cuomo, quote, serendipitously uh, slipped legal immunity into our state budget for hospital exclusivities and for profit nursing homes and requested of powerful lobbyists who had previously donated to his campaign. He also slammed the administration's frequent response that they were getting the information to the feds as quickly as possible. Quote, As legislators, we have a duty to uncover the truth behind the nursing home deaths, and the governor's explanations do not add up, Kim's statement read. Quote, While he claims he is, he was, talk, he was taking time to answer the Justice Department's, we saw him gallivant around on a book tour and a victory lap across the prime ta- prime cable shows on wednesday cuomo tried again to placate families who've lost loved ones saying his failure to provide nursing home data sooner was a mistake nothing that it, nothing that it was not illegal not unethical <clears throat> But just failed the people in that moment. You lying sack of shit. <laughs> I um, I lost a grandfather when Gretchen Whitmer did that same bullshit at the nursing homes here. I spent six years going in and out of that nursing home every day before work and after work to make sure my grandpa got medicine and got his food. I was taken care of. I would go in the afternoon and make sure he ate his lunch before work, right? I, do, like, I would lose out on work for coming in late, but my boss gave me the break to do that. Huh. And, you know, nursing homes are shitty to begin with, right? You can't guarantee that people are actually being taken care of, especially, you know, my grandpa had dementia. And in those memory care areas, a lot of these staff just don't give a fuck because they know there's no one who's going to snitch on them. For years, you know, I'd go in before work, make sure he ate his lunch, make sure his diaper was changed, make sure he had a clean shirt, pants, and socks on. I would address, I would redress his wounds on his foot to make sure he was taken care of because he had this, uh, he had a trip and fall where he split his heel open. And it, uh, in the nursing home, it had turned gangrenous. And, you know, that's when we knew we had to take care of him more, uh, more often. We had to go in there. We already went in there to visit him, but then we found about his foot turning gangrenous and borderline necrotic. We, you know, we went up there every day. 
And I would go up after work. You know, I wouldn't get off work till like 1 a.m. I would go in. I'd go into work till like 1 p.m. And I would get to like 1 or 2 a.m. at the time where I was working that. At least at that time. I would go in. I'd give them uh, cliff bars. You know, some enzyme-infused animals. Uh, you'll play yogurts. You know, I'd, I'd give them this super soft tender beef jerky. I would make into like little slices for them. Tuck him in, talk to him about the day, you know, just give him something to keep his brain active. And he did that for six years, right? Six fucking years. And then they did the lockdown. Then, you know, I go up there to go do my regular thing, and all these people, like, aggressively shove me out of the house, out of the nursing home, and wouldn't let me see him. <sighs> anyway... Uh, we get a call a little while later that he had aspirated and choked on his food. No one there would cut his food up. You know, he, he didn't really have any teeth. He ground them down over the years. Even before he had dementia, he didn't take care of his teeth at all. And he's from Mississippi. You, you know, he's well, he's a good old boy, or he was a good old boy. And he didn't really brush his teeth or anything, so he had a lot of missing teeth or just, like, really dull, broken, or rounded-off teeth. So he couldn't really chew rules. He'd cut his food up. He aspirated and shook him his own vomit. And we get that call. Then we buried him. The doctors were like, he died of... He was marked as a fucking COVID death. He choked on his food. They marked him as a COVID death. And this is Cedar's, Cedar Woods, by the way. I don't mind naming them. It's Cedar Woods and Ipsy. I'll fucking name them on this podcast. I don't give a fuck. Come at me, bitches. And he would be alive today. He would be. But Gretchen Whitmer, stupid fucking whore, played Simon Says with this bastard from New York. And because of her actions, my grandfather fucking died. That's when I really joined the walkaway movement. You know, I was never really a, a, a diehard liberal. Or I was more in that libertarian shit. Everybody goes to that retarded libertarian phase. Everyone. That's everybody's shameful fucking secret. But when he died, you know, I just got so fucking angry. And then I started having friends, you know. I, you know, I made a handful of friends at the nursing home because, you know, I, I'd be leaving and I'd run into other people around my age, maybe a little older, going up there, take care of their grandparents as well, or their mother and father who were living there, so on and so forth. And we'd just shoot the shit, you know. They had a lunchroom there with, like, a vending machine. Sometimes we'd get there, catch a, I, on my way out, I'd catch a couple people. And we would just hang out in, like, the cafeteria area, get a couple snacks from the vending machine, just shoot the shit about our day and, and who we were taking care of. And they all lost their grandparents and their fathers. And Gretchen said, oh, yeah, putting these COVID youths in nursing homes had no effect. Did increase the number of deaths, yet, though my grandfather died of actual choking on, on his food, that's what aspiration is, choking. These people actually lost their loved ones because of coronavirus. You know? And they weren't able to go up there and say bye. They weren't able to call and talk to them because, you know, these people were in memory care. There's no conversation to really be had there. I'm just happy that the one, the last night I went up there and saw him alive, I tucked him in. Me and him had a couple of jokes. I wish him to tell me the same story about when he was a little kid. He went horseback riding, and 
he took his dad's horse for a ride without his dad's permission. This is back in the 1920s. Old bastard. He's kind of reminded me of Walter Matthau and Grumpy Old Man, you know? Yeah, that same attitude, that, that like kind of bitter old man, but with a sense of humor. Never cussed, though. Always defended everybody. He was a family guy through and through. I tucked him in, redressed his foot, fed him, listened to me tell the same, he told me the same story about how he took his dad's horse out. And a coral snake bit his horse, and you know he got thrown from the horse, and it died in front of him. And his dad whooped his ass. And to make it up, he got a after he got out of the war because he was an MP in World War II in Vietnam. He got a job at, at Ford Motor Company, and he got his dad a car. And it had a note that he told me he got it as an apology because he killed his dad's favorite horse. He worked at Ford Motor Company for fifty fucking years. He was almost 90 when he died. I, I swear he would still fucking be here. If only I was allowed to go up there and take care of him. Give him his fucking food. But because of these governor's edicts, I failed. I failed my responsibility to a man who helped raise me. And I will never be able to live that down. Sorry, sorry. I'm gonna finish this episode, but I, I, I'll be right back. Sorry about that outburst. I'll do what I can in editing to make those that childish little fucking tip from just through quiet. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, where was I? Um, I lost my fucking place. Uh, do I even have that? Yeah. Uh, back into the article. On Wednesday, Como again tried to play. Oh, we already read that. Families. Okay, nothing that is now. Read that fucking part. The not illegal, not ethical part. On to the next part of this article. Families are not buying that explanation from the governor. Quote Governor Cuomo turned nursing homes into a COVID 19 death chamber. Oh, shit. As Tracy Av- Alvino who lost her 76-year-old grandfather, Daniel, after he was in a Long Island nursing home for just 11 days to recover from orthopedic from an orthopedic operation. Oh, God damn it! Not that you would listen to this podcast, but I am sorry for your loss, genuinely. On behalf of Inside Four Walls, Outside Four Walls, and our parent company, Sin Media, our deepest condolences go out to you. That's a... It's a pain we both share. I'm sorry, Tracy. I wish you and your family the best. After an orthopedic operation when COVID hit, she said Cuomo needs to answer for family's concerns. Yeah, no shit he does. Quote, his feet needed to be held to the, his feet need to be held to the fire. We need an independent, we need independent at state and federal level. said Avalo, 
Avino. Some Republicans on the national level, including Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley, have also called for an investigation into Cuomo's handling of the nursing homes. Quote, Republicans said the DOJ has been looking into this for months. We have been cooperating with them and need to continue to do so. Said it is uh, as a party. Last month, State Attorney General Letita James released a damning report that said the state's health department underreported COVID-19 death toll. I have that article up here to read. At nursing homes, by as much as 50%. And last week, DeRosa, Cuomo's top aide, said that the state held off on releasing the fuller death count in August because of fears that Trump would use the information against Cuomo, which he should have. On Monday, the governor acknowledged that, quote, things should have been done differently. Yeah, no shit! <clears throat> and insisted that lessons were learned. No, they weren't! Quote, in, re- <sighs> quote, in retrospect, should we have given more, po- more priority to fulfilling information requests? In my opinion, yes. And that's what created the void, Cuomo said, quote, I just want to make sure people know these facts. Everything that could have been done have been... You lying, lying, guinea fuck. You and your brothers, a pack of fucking liars, traitors. (sighs) Democratic and Republican lawmakers in New York are now reported to be reconsidering their decision to grant Cuomo emergency powers and contend with COVID-19 crisis. New York was hit hard in these early days of the pandemic, and until recent, until recently, the state led the country in COVID deaths. It had recorded 47,301 as of Wednesday, second only to California's 40, 47,670 deaths, According to the most recent NBC News data, most of New York's deaths come in the early days of the pandemic when the public health officials were trying to figure out how the coronavirus was spreading. I have just two more articles to read to you before this episode's over, and I'll be doing one more episode before I call it a quits. Let's get right into it. From CNBC, because all these articles have been from CNBC, by the way. Every one of them I have read has been from CNBC. I'm using a liberal news source, so you can't accuse me of using right-wing bullshit or far-left-wing bullshit. CNBC. I think they're propaganda bullshit to begin with, but at the same time, they are a left news source. So I can't be called... So this is how I'm looking at, right? Republicans will be like, wow, about time liberals started saying some good shit. And liberals will be like, fuck, that's our news source. Article begins... Cuomo administration underreported nursing home COVID deaths by up to 50%, New York Attorney General says. This is by William Fuhrer. Oh, boy. I hope you're not German. The name, like, Fuhrer? Published Thursday, January 28, 2021, at 10.47 p.m. Key point. New York underreported coronavirus deaths in nursing homes by as much as 50%, according to a new report from the New York Attorney General, Latina James. The 76-page report comes after months of long investigation by the Attorney General's office into alleged allegations that nursing homes failed to follow COVID safety protocols. 
0.3. The investigation found that the number of COVID deaths among nursing home residents in some facilities rose by more than 50% when including residents who died in hospital. Article begins, the New York Department of Health underreported COVID deaths in nursing homes by as much as 50%, according to a new report published Thursday by New York Attorney General Latita James. The 76-page report comes after a month-long investigation by the Attorney General's office into allegations that nursing homes failed to follow the coronavirus safety protocols. Her office was also investigating discrepancies between the number of nursing homes' deaths reported by the State Department of Health and the number of deaths reported by facilities themselves. The investigation found that the number of coronavirus deaths among nursing home residents in some facilities rose by more than 50%. Residents who died in hospitals were counted. The state's official COVID-19 deaths toll, uh, uh, the state's official COVID-19 death toll in nursing homes, which stands at more than 8,700, excludes patients who died after being transported to a hospital. Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo has, fa- has faced criticism Man, I'm so choked up. Fuck. Failed to disclose the total number of nursing home residents who have died of COVID-19. In her sweeping report, James, also a Democrat, found that, quote, many nursing home residents died from COVID-19 in hospital after being transferred from their nursing homes, which is not reflected in the DOH, or Department of Health, published total number of home data death or home death data. Representatives for Cuomo did not immediately respond to CNBC's request for comment on on the findings. New York State Health Commissioner Dr. Howard Zucker said in a statement Thursday evening that the state's department of that the State Department of Health has clearly and separately reported COVID-19 fatalities that occurred in nursing homes and in hospitals. Quote the DOH has consistently made clear that our numbers are reported based on the place of death. He said in a statement, the DOH does not disagree that the number of people transferred from nursing homes to hospital is important data, is not an important data point, and is in the midst of auditing this data from nursing homes, end quote. He added that the audit of the available data is still ongoing, but preliminary findings show that at least 9,700 skilled nursing facility residents have died of COVID-19 in New York, including more than 3,800 inside the hospitals themselves. He added that the confusion over how to record COVID-19 deaths was caused by the Trump administration. Oh, fuck off. Which he said failed to provide adequate guidance to the states. He put Dr. Fauci in charge of that shit. And let's not forget, Dr. Fauci, I'll be doing a deep dive into Fauci too, don't worry. Failed the same way he failed with the coronavirus, he failed in the 80s with the AIDS epidemic. The Attorney General's finding put her directly at odds with the governor. Has often boasted about the state's response to coronavirus. Cuomo has also brushed off criticism of a health department policy that directed nursing homes to accept residents who had tested positive for coronavirus. Yeah, because let's put old let, let's put people who have like a 99.9% survival rate of covid of coronavirus into a nursing home with people 
who granted still have like an 80 to 90% survival rate, but they're still at more risk, and it led to more deaths. Also, except residents who tested positive for the coronavirus. The governor has reportedly defended his administration's response to the pandemic, saying that the state was poorly supported by an in, inept federal government caught off guard by the importance of the virus. Seriously, in early January, Trump was saying, January 2020, by, by the way, before most world leaders were addressing the pandemic, Trump was one of the first world leaders on the national scale to address it. And before most Democrats, there were Democrats arguing with him saying there was no pandemic. And now they're all saying there is one. Uh, he shut down travel from China to the United States and other countries that had huge COVID-19 outbreaks to the U.S. He cut down travel. Everybody called him xenophobic and racist for that. Even Goofier was buying your credit for it like a month ago. And it's like, dude, you weren't even a blip on the political radar at that point in time. Geriatric cunt. <laughs> Uh, including residents who died in the facility and at hospitals. But that directive came after an initial peak of New York's outbreak. So the available data from the state's nursing homes is scant. An associate press analysis of the federal data published in August concluded that the state could be understating the deaths by as much as 65%. James's findings are based on a survey of 62 nursing homes, about 10% of the nursing homes in the state. She said her office continues to investigate discrepancies in the data reported by the Department of Health and the numbers reported to the Attorney General's office. The investigation also found that the number of nursing homes failed to comply with critical infection control policies, such as failing to isolate residents who test positive for coronavirus. Quote, as the pandemic and our investigations continue, it is imperative that we understand why the resident nursing homes in New York unnecessarily suffered at such an alarming rate. James said in a statement, quote, while we cannot bring back individuals we lost in this crisis, this report seeks to offer transparency to the public that deserves, that deserves it and to spur increased action to protect our most vulnerable residents, end quote. The New York State Nursing Home Association applauded James' investigation and criticized nursing homes for failing to follow public health protocols during the pandemic, quote. A majority of long-term care facilities are privately owned for profit corporations. These facilities had a financial incentive to understaff before the pandemic. And during the pandemic, chronic understaffing mixed with a cutting corners on health and safety had deadly results. Christy Barnes, a spokeswoman for the union, which represents 42,000 frontline nurses, said in a statement, quote, the report clearly underscores why relying on for-profit companies for safety net health care is a tragic mistake. And that's the end of this article. Now we move on to the very last one. This last article, again, is from CNBC. Kathy Kochel vows big change from toxic coma administration will fire unethical staffers. Published by Dan Mangan. Dan Mangan. At Dan Mangan on Twitter. 
Key point, and this was published Wednesday, August 11th. I believe today is the 12th. Yep, so this was published yesterday. New York Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hutchell said she is ready to take over as governor from Andrew Cuomo and vowed not to have a toxic workplace as Cuomo allegedly has for the last three terms. Point two, the Democrat Hutchell also said that she would get rid of any Cuomo staffers who involved who were involved in unethical conduct in relating against in retaliating against women who accused him of sexual harassment in point three. White House press secretary Gene Saki said President Joe Biden expects to speak with Hutchell soon. Moving into the article. New York attend New York Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hutchell said Wednesday that she is ready to take over as Governor Andrew Cuomo in two weeks and vowed not to have a toxic workplace as Cuomo allegedly has had for the past three Can we draw allegedly? It is all but confirmed now. Hutchell also said that she would get rid of Cuomo staffers who were involved in unethical conduct in retaliating against at least one of multiple women who accused the disgraced Democratic governor of sexual harassment. Quote, the government and I have been close, Hutchell told reporters at the first news press conference the day after Cuomo stunned the state with his announcement that he will resign later this month to avoid an all-but-certain impeachment, which we find out is still likely to continue on, except by the president of impeaching Trump after he had already left office. And when, quote, and when my term ends, nobody will ever describe my term as toxic or as a toxic workplace environment. I will see. We'll see, sweetheart. I have no faith in any kind of Democrat leader. But she does seem to have at least some morals, so we'll see where that goes. Hutchell also said, quote, I am fully prepared to assume the responsibilities of the 57th governor of New York. Hutchell's, whose term as governor will expire in late 2022 said she has already held meetings and calls with members of the New York legislator and U.S. Senate Majority Leader Cuck Schumer, a Democrat from New York, formerly Senator Hillary Clinton, as well as business and faith leaders. Democrats and religious faith in the same sentence? Mind-boggling. And other governors in Northeast states. Quote, Over the next two weeks, I will continue meetings with current and potential cabinet officials, he said. Or she said, sorry, quote, I'll build out, I'll build out my senior staff and I'll do what I've always done. I will travel the state to meet New Yorkers, to listen to them and assure them that I've got their backs. Hutchell said she expects to pick her own lieutenant governor within the next two weeks as well, before becoming governor herself. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> You know, usually there's like a second one. Ah, we're good. Sorry about that. Cuomo, 63 as old as fuck, resigned a week after a bombshell report issued by the Office of State Attorney General Latita James. And he said the same woman would not find any wrongdoing on his on his behalf. Guess what she found? Concluded that he had sexually harassed at least seven women, including current and former state workers. As and presided over a toxic environment in the governor's office. 
James said Cuomo broke federal and state laws with his unwanted touching and sexually suggestive comments. A report also found that top Cuomo aides, including Melissa Del Rosa, had retaliated against former governor official Lindsay Boylan after she went public with her claims of being harassed by Cuomo. He denied sexually harassing people, but conceded that some of his comments made women uncomfortable, and he apologized for that. Nobody named in the report did anything unethical. Sorry, quote, nobody named in that report doing anything unethical will remain in my administration, said Hutchell, a Buffalo Democrat who turned 63 years old later this month. So we're replacing a senior citizen with another senior citizen, as I said before. Fan-fucking-tastic. She refuses to answer a question from the, from a reporter about whether she would consider pardoning Cuomo if he is criminally charged in connection with his alleged harassment. We will see. If she does that, you better believe I'll have an episode roasting this whore. I say whore, assuming that she will pardon him. But maybe not. Maybe we'll be surprised. The five district attorneys, five district attorney's office around the state are known known to be probing whether the governor committed such crimes in their respective counties. Quote, It is far too pre- premature to even have those conversations, Hutchell said, regarding a, possib- a possible pardon for Cuomo, whose contact she described last week as repulsive and unlawful. I'm hoping she doesn't. But Hutchell did answer... When asked if she will, as governor, release data about COVID-related deaths of nursing home patients in the state, the Cuomo administration has controversially suppressed that data, even as Cuomo himself landed a multi-million dollar book deal for his account of how he led New York through the coronavirus pandemic. Quote, my administration will be fully transparent when I'm governor, Hutchell said. Yeah, big talk, sweetheart. But I'm not governor yet. She said she had spoken to Cuomo about taking over as governor. Quote, I'm looking forward to a smooth transition, which he promised. Hutchell said, quote, he spoke to me about wanting to make sure that the transition, transition to continue, uh, continue, ah, fucking God damn it. Quote, he spoke to me about wanting to make sure that the transition to continue, Continuity is important. Seems like a weird place of continuity. It's important and that I have an opportunity to meet cabinet officials other and other people as well. She said she had been unaware of the sexual harassment of women by Cuomo or of the bullying nature of his executive office. But he also said but she but also said she had strongly advocated his administration's policies. Oh, see, this is where I start to lose faith in her ass. Quote, respect to the particular environment and the reputation of the current uh, of the current administration. I think it's pretty clear that it's not that it's no secret that we have not been close. Hutchell said, quote, and I've not been associated with that. But she added, I quote, I know the job. I fought for the same policies. That's why I'm more prepared than anyone could possibly be for this position. End quote. The White House press secretary, Jan Psaki, said Wednesday at a news briefing that President Joe Biden expects to speak 
with Hutchell in coming days. Biden is looking forward to working with Hutchell to, quote, continue to get the pandemic under control, to put the people of New York back to work, and to move forward as federal and state partners. Sacky said. You wonder how you get New York back on track? Unlock the fucking state! Get people back to work. Lift your bullshit mandates and drop the COVID passports and requirements for vaccines. And guess what? New York would be back on fucking track, by the way. White House Press Secretary on when Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Wednesday at a news briefing that President Joe Biden expects to speak with Hutchell in the coming days. Biden is looking forward to work with Hutchell. Quote, continue to get the pandemic under control. Oh, I already read that part. Hutchell revealed at her news conference that Biden tried to call her when she was on a plane earlier Wednesday. Hutchell became Cuomo's second lieutenant in 2014. She served as a remain as the remainder of a single term in Congress after winning a special election in 2011, and before he held a series of local positions in New York. And down here it says, "Correction: Kathy Hutchell served the remainder of a single term in Congress after winning a special election in 2011." An earlier version mistake the length of time. And that is the end of this episode. Uh, I've been doing a lot of these really long-form episodes lately. I'm going to be doing a shorter one later on. It's an update to the Texas Democrat story. I'm sure most of you already know what happened with that. Uh, I did not expect to get a little emotional this episode, but damn, did I ever. Anyway, with that concluded, good fucking riddance Cuomo good fucking bye good goddamn bye sack of shit hopefully see your brother go too there's any update to this case with him or his brother or whatever I will definitely do an update episode I have been James Madison this has been Inside Four Walls I am the only ANCAP the side of the divide and I hope to see you next time on the other side of that divide as well this song goes out to Andrew fucking Cuomo Rest in piss, you little bitch. Signing off inside four walls. I cannot live without you. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. You have been the one. You have been the one for me. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. You have been the one. You have been the one for me. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share and subscribe and follow whatever platform you might be listening to Inside Four Walls on. James Madison is a hard-working podcaster doing everything he can to get the news out to you as fast as possible. And if you appreciate the show or like the work he's been doing, please leave a like, please leave a follow, and a comment. Any points of criticism are welcome, and any points of praise are also welcome. You can follow Inside Four Walls on Rumble out under Outside Four Walls. Outside Four Walls and Inside Four Walls are owned by parent company Sin Media, which stands for Singleton Independent News Media. Thank you, and have a great rest of your day.